Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There was a point where I was doing everybody else clubhouse. You literally, like you put me in a room on clubhouse and you're like, okay, so I'm going to give you the rundown. This is this. This means this. Oh, blah, shit. blah, blah. Like she literally like taught us yeah, how yeah. to use clubhouse because you were on it from like time. Yeah, like Late September, early yeah. October. So I think the, I got the there gold, like the golden, the golden era. The yeah. golden era of- I got there like late October, and like you literally had like a coaching room. We're like, okay, mm. it's go time. We're going to the battlefield. Like Vanessa taught us what to do. Listen, it started to get weird when I started seeing moaning rooms, and I said, okay, all right, I don't, I don't understand what this. Okay, is. listen, I saw Lakeith Stanfield in one. Yeah. With his dirty fingernails? It was Ew, great. No. Don't remind. Don't talk about that. That's, that's BV waiting to happen. That's a oh, lot. <laughs> well, on that note, let's introduce the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got great guests. Yeah, literally, we have great guests. So I'm excited. Um, everyone, uh, welcome to ep- welcome, welcome. I said welcome. Welcome to episode 13 of the Relentless Diaries. And this yes, episode sir. is super special. Usually, they don't get back-to-back episodes. Mm-hmm. We do it bi-weekly. But for the first we're time, spoiling them. we're spoiling them and giving them two back <laughs> Back to back Wednesdays, which I think is perfect. Uh, and uh, this uh, uh, episode uh. is special. <laughs> this is like our first, I guess, like official interview where we like organized through like a rep. And we are interviewing Sajay and Vanessa from the infamous Next Stop series that's going yeah. to premiere on Friday, September 24th. CBC again. Gem. Yes, on CBC Gem. Yes. And I'm super excited. Like I said, it's like our first, like, we interview all of our friends hey. and, like, creative. This is our first kind of, like, interview where, like, we got, like, a sneak peek at, like, the season. We got to, like, watch yeah. it. We had, like, a password. So I felt like... Oh, my super- God, you're real media. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, like, they gave I'm watching season two and she's like, she's like I didn't get to watch it I'm an actress and I was like well I'm watching it she's like can you send it to me I'm like nope I'm like it's password encrypted uh-uh. I'm media and I'm watching it firsthand and you have to wait until whenever you're allowed to see it but I'm not gonna share it with you I but am screaming <laughs> I felt like super exciting it, yeah. and yeah. I felt important I was like oh my god I was like taking notes I was like writing down stuff so um First things first, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every single second. Mm. I thought this season progressed from episode one 
to the last episode mm. and you genuinely saw it get better and that's one thing i admired and obviously we'll get into all like the nitty-gritty but like i said genuinely enjoyed it i think it was beautiful um and definitely even the progression from season two you can see the progression from season one. Oh, absolutely um, so i congratulate mm. both of you ladies um Sanjay, you. you being the story editor and you vanessa being the lead actress right yes yeah, okay and i, and I- wrote one episode and co-wrote another episode okay amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i don't know if you want to say any words before we no it's it. just it's an amazing thing i love toronto content i love mm-hmm. all the creatives we have in our city and i feel like it's something i may have seen people attempt that or like you know maybe try and get going you know a series based on the real authentic mm-hmm. lives that that toronto people live mm-hmm. and i've never seen it executed so accurately and well and that that was my favorite part about it there was a lot of things i loved about it but um just yeah seeing yourself seeing you know something that you grew up with on the screen uh that you know you usually don't see represented like that 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 was my favorite part and yeah yeah and I think that's, to y'all. that's y'all definitely it. the biggest thing because even when like someone with like like take drake for example whenever drake does a video in toronto toronto freaks out like mm-hmm. when he did what was the video that he did literally what's uh what's well, next what's next yeah yes. everything was like he was on the ttc he was yeah, in yeah, that yeah. square like everyone lost it because like when you see like Toronto's a huge city and we have so much culture, but we're not like, when it comes to like the States and something internationally, sometimes they don't really see us for like how big we really are. So mm-hmm. when you see someone with a huge platform, like put us on, you're like, oh my God, that's TDC. Oh my God, you're in the next like Oh that, my God, he's uh, at right. that stop. That Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's watching TV and it's like, oh, Toronto, they mentioned us. Yeah, from um, Once Upon a Time Hollywood. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Right. I love that film. Um, um, what's it called? You know what's so crazy? My favorite Drake music video was started from the bottom because yes. Shoppers Drug Mart. I'm there every day. I'm just like, oh shit, I ran out of something. But I know I ordered the grocery store box. Shoppers Drug Mart. And I think you guys represented that perfectly so i think when everyone gets to see it they're gonna have a lot of those moments where it's like oh my god like that's that oh my god i went through yes, that and i see yes. that so and even like the link or the language and the lingo and everything i think um was perfect so i kind of want to go into like i mentioned toronto being so big but also so small at the same time what was the hardest and the easiest thing about kind of representing toronto culture because i feel like sometimes we get laughed at Especially on an international level. Like yeah, people, they make caricatures. Yeah, us. like they hate the way we talk. Yeah. They hate the way, like, you know, we talk about others. So, like, how, what was the hardest and easiest thing about representing Toronto's culture? You want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> like, speaking, I guess, from, like, the story editing perspective or, like, writing the episodes, like, we just had to decide that we were writing it for ourselves and mm-hmm. writing for people like us and writing it for Toronto and Black Toronto mm-hmm. specifically. So, yep. yeah, we just had to it's just one of those things we just knew was just for us, right? And when you stop thinking about the outside eyes in that way and, like, mm-hmm. what are Americans going to think or whatever, whatever, like, it's easier to write from that perspective because right. it's not... They can watch it and they can laugh and, like, find things relatable about it, but at the end of the day, it's for us. That was mm-hmm. apparent that yeah. there wasn't, like, you weren't trying to, oh, this is the part the Americans will get or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, you really made it for Torontonian. Like, that was the great part. Yeah, like, if I send it to an American friend and he's like, I don't get the jokes, like, that's not my problem, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's not. Yeah. I'll explain a one, too, but, like, it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not for you. Yeah. So, yeah. And honestly, like, our lingo is really... It's so funny because people call it slang. I think it's a whole different language mm-hmm. because mm. to be from Toronto where the la- the slang is literally Patois, Arabic, <laughs> S- 
sometimes a little bit of tree. Like it, mm-hmm. it's actually mm-hmm. literally insane. Like to see like somebody that's of a different ethnicity call somebody a kwasia or literally somebody. One of my say, favorite words. Are you dumb? <laughs> be like, Yo, West Africa has given the world so much. Or somebody yeah. say Wahala. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, I grew up at Oakville and saw kids go say Wallahi all the yeah, time. Yeah, say Wallahi. Yeah, exactly. like, I be saying Inshallah all the time. Inshallah, yeah. like it's it's crazy, like. And that's why sometimes, like, you know, the Americans are like, oh, like, look at how you guys, yeah, tings, tings, tings. And it's like, okay, if you think that's the only thing that we've got mm-hmm. to offer in terms of slang, like, you're mm-hmm. crazy. But I think for uh, for once, I think this is a new generation of folks that literally don't care what the Americans think. We're like, bro, mm-hmm. like, we, your DJ suck. Yeah. We, oh. Have, <laughs> oh. we have great blenders. I, I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's like... Over here, it's a different type of, like, culture here, and we're super proud of it. Like, mm-hmm. I think we always were, but we just didn't know how to, like, explain it to others. And I think right. we've grown up in a way where we're just kind of like, we don't have to explain it to y'all. Yeah. If you don't get the jokes, you don't get the yeah. jokes. If you don't understand when a man screams pardon that you should run, <laughs> that, like, that's not my business. I'm like, I've had to tell people, I'm like, you hear somebody scream pardon? Honestly, just get out the fucking room. <laughs> I'm out I'm gone. Oh, pardon? I'm no, like, oh, oh, Black oh, Air oh. Force is in a pardon. I'm out. Oh, Literally. Oh it's like, and exit stage left. <laughs> I have so many family members. Um, like, I'm of Jamaican descent, so I have family all over. Like, usually if you're from Jamaican descent, you have family in Florida, you have mm-hmm. family in New York, you have family in the London, UK. Yeah, 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 there you go, right? Everywhere. So I have family everywhere, but like, whenever like the Canadians would come around, they'd be like, oh, spell Canada. You can't spell Canada without A, right? So it's like, I used to be like, oh, wow. Like, they really look at us like we're just like those weirdos. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, can you spell Canada for me? Because you can't spell Canada without a right a and i'm like get it and i'm like i was like six years old like mom <laughs> like you know what i mean like, like why me up, they, i'm scared no, like, why do they keep doing that to me like why do they keep saying that like why do you tell me to spell canada so yeah I, I like it now that we're owning how unique we are we got mm-hmm. other shit besides a yeah yeah we but the thing is we say it but like they think we are like a and it's just like that's not how that works it's like yeah a, okay like that's it's it's kind of like it's like it's like it's like, you see how it turned out people, they say, like, it's very sing-song, like, oh, it all comes yeah. together. Mm-hmm. That's how we say it. it's like, yeah, eh? It doesn't, right. so he's like, yeah, eh? Like, they, like, like, oh, like, they wait for the punchline, and the punchline is yeah. the eh. Exactly. And I'm I like, I'm it. not from Saskatoon, I'm from Toronto, like, I, I don't understand what's going on. It's and actually yeah. so funny to me how, like, the tide has changed, because I always talk about how, like, dudes used to pretend to be American at Caravana yep. back in the day. Yeah. And now... They're I've, themselves. I've met, <laughs> now, hey, now they're themselves. Like, now they're just, you know, proudly brandishing the Ontario license plate, finally. Mm. <laughs> but... But no more driving to Buffalo to rent a car, eh? Yeah. Um, we've we've come not, a long way. We've come on. a long way. Were niggas doing that? Yeah. yeah. First of all, do you know how old we are? We've seen <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we've been so, preparation for Caravana oh used to be practicing your American accent. Okay, that okay, used okay, to okay, be okay, preparation. Dudes okay. used to drive to Buffalo to rent a car yeah. so that had New York State plates. Oh, fuck And up. then drive yeah. up and down Young Street like, yo, yeah. short. Yeah. Actually, no, that was still a Toronto accent. Yeah. But like, you know, they just picked some random. Son. This is, this is John. This you're is giving me John. a Bronx accent, but you're telling me that you're from like Brooklyn. Texas. I'm like, like, it's giving weird. It's giving weird. Yeah. Because the math ain't math and right, chat. Oh my goodness. How far we've I, come. How I didn't know come? that. I knew they used to do like the, I know like guys would do like the fake like American accent, but to go to Buffalo and the rent commitment. a car. There, there was the a, commitment. Those are the guys that were committed. And then you would see them at Yorkdale. And I'm like, but okay. Oh my God. Weird times. Yeah. No, so weird. Now I we did not when, know that. That's when, when Young Street was truly popping. Mm-hmm. Like, right. 
Mm-hmm. These kids never live, child. I know. <laughs> the babies don't be knowing. The, the, they're losing the rest of the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little sister. I'm like nine years older than her, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "You truly never <laughs> lived. Never lived. Yo. Never been to the club where. Remember when they used to ban people from downtown? Yes. Oh yeah, from the whole mm-hmm. city. Yes, I they used to ban you from down. Yo, I've had people that I know get banned from downtown because they decided to slap a police horse on the ass. Yep. Oh right my god, <laughs> this is a lot for me. Yeah. Toronto was a weird place in my I early 2000s. Imagine. No, like 100%. <laughs> Wild times. Um, but yeah, so your character, one thing I noticed, Vanessa, your character had a very strong Toronto accent. And one thing that Clyde mentioned, he was like, do you think her accent's like real? And I'm like, yes. she was on Clubhouse and it's, it's fairly real. Like, no, I, I wasn't. Think, I, was, I wanted to I know like, how yeah, strong, how it, was strong be. it actually was. It's, it's honestly, I, I can turn it off, but truly, yeah. really what it is, it's very strong sometimes. Yeah. Like, and sometimes I really think put it on thick when I'm outside of Toronto just because mm. I don't want people listening in on my conversations. Yes. So right. when I'm going to visit my friends in like New York that are from mm-hmm. here, if I'm going to tell them a story, it's like, put it on thick. But I feel, I really <laughs> resonate with that. Like my, my two triggers for the Toronto accent are anger and then being around yeah. foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 100%. I get angry, you'll hear the Toronto come out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually, you know, there's been times where I've literally forgot myself. Like, I'll be in a meeting or something. I'll be like, yeah, that's fire still. They're like, what? And I'm just like, oops, my bad. <laughs> like, I tell all myself sometimes, I'm like, ooh, child, I'm not from the gutter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm I, a true West End baby. That's why. <laughs> yeah. it's I'm a Peel Region princess. That's what they call. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. What, I don't know what Peel Region is. Like, personally, I'm like, Peel Region is its own thing. I'm from, I think we are. We I'm are from, our own I'm thing. From, I'm from... The Islington, okay, Keel side, because I was. So you're like West and I'm Shorty. West yeah. and Shorty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents were like, when they came to the West, we we're staying in the West. So we yeah, went yeah, from yeah. Keel to like Lakeshore, and it's mm-hmm. been like that since. Yeah. So. Yeah, my family was all when they immigrated to Canada. They were all West End, and then migrated to Brampton, where they like settled, and then I was born, mm. and then I've been a Peel Region princess ever since. All the Peels of the region. Well, Peel Region is Brampton, Mississauga, and Caledon. Mm. Oh, That's- we know. <laughs> My condolences. But, sorry. <laughs> but we can't really claim what Come on, Chinkozy <laughs> princess. <laughs> Not the shopper's hey, world. Not Bradley. <laughs> Not giggling tomatoes, child. <laughs> That's, she just described like the four quarters of where I live. I'm like, yeah, my shop is rolled. I'm like, yeah, the like, Gigan Tomatoes right there. I'm like, wait, but hold on. Like, she just did like the radius of exactly like where I live. So now people know like kind of where I'm located. What I will tell so here's the thing. What I will tell you though is that y'all threw some of the best insulated foam be- we did. parties. We did. What? You know what? Actually, what? one thing Fire. about that before we go into the next oh, question. Yeah. Um, so embarrassingly i've never admitted this on the podcast but i went to audition for uh, rihanna's work video everybody did okay don't feel bad Actually did. Like I saw everybody. Marlon couldn't get you in. in eh? bucket, wow. like, oh my god! But I obviously didn't make it. Like it was, it was nuts. That one day I'll tell the story of that. It was absolutely insane. Damn. But it was funny because, and I was like really young at the time, and I was like a little bit nervous. I was like, "Yo, like, what's this gonna be? Like, whatever, whatever." Mm. And I remember being in line, and a girl who was like working for, I guess, like the casting team, runs out and goes, "Is anybody from Brampton?" And I just froze. And in my head, I'm like, 
say you, say you, say you. And I was like, just stood there. And I was like, I don't know what to say. And she was like, is any girl here from Brampton? We need girls from Brampton. So I wonder if they thought like Brampton girls can like brook out because she literally came out specifically so asked for girls. I don't from think that Brampton. that's random. I think that actually makes sense. Really? Because you yeah. want to know why? Just because of basement the amount of part, the basement jams, like true, true, true. a lot of those girls. Listen, <laughs> it was a time, bro. So I wonder <laughs> if I raised my hand, I would have made it in the video. Damn. I don't know. What, I would never you know. You really froze. Funny, I did freeze. I did. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Like, usually it's a bad thing. When people, you know what I mean? So I was in, like, in uh, this particular moment, you should have taken a chance. I should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy enough. Remember when I was working at Staples? Yeah. And I worked right beside the real jerk. Dark times. Dark Ooh. times. <laughs> and so that day, <laughs> I was because I didn't know that they were shooting there. So yeah. I was like, I didn't go to work that day, and I come to work the next day. And they're like, you know, they were shooting a Rihanna video over there. I was like, oh. <gasps> And at the time, like you didn't know, no, because I knew about the auditions. I just didn't know that they were going to shoot at the real jerk. Oh yeah. So I actually worked like two minutes away from the real jerk, and, wow. I, and I knew everybody I in there. Be. And I was just like, so nobody could have called. You should have showed up in a marina and just said that you were on set. Exactly, <laughs> bro. I would. You know what I'm saying? I had I, I had the Rihanna plots them times when she did the ID magazine. I could have mm. just came in there like yo, like walk on, bro. Okay. I I drove past there too. I used to work like kind of in that area, mm-hmm. and we would always go there for lunch. And we were going to go there for lunch, and then it was, like, shut down, obviously, and, like, covered right. up. And we're like, oh, I guess it's closed. And then we went somewhere else for lunch. And then later that day, I was like, what the fuck? Mm, right? <laughs> it was the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Real Jerk has some great food. Shout out to the Real Jerk. Mm-hmm. On Gerard and Pape. They, I think they have one of the ber- the best jerk porks in the city. I love mm. jerk pork from the Real Jerk. Their fritters over there? Wow. Yeah. What a time. Whenever yep. I go there, I always get the jerk pork dinner. That swine. I saw her eyes kind of lower like this bitch just say <laughs> You know what though? Jerk pork is clean though because I feel like the there's just something about jerk seasoning yeah. that makes it clean. And I trust Jamaicans to I don't, clean their meat. I, I don't eat pork any other way do but I. jerk pork. Yeah. If that's how well, you want bacon. to, uh, you know, settle with your soul about this situation, you guys will never see hev- heaven. Word to Deuteronomy, you that will was, never that see was heaven. Decided a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped the book too. Her eyes were like, "Did this bitch say pork?" And she's like, "That's swine." <laughs> Uh, it's not even halal like come on guys oh my God. you can do things to make it very clean and anyways it tastes good i don't care i'm here for a good time not long deuteronomy time. is judging <laughs> <laughs> whatever y'all uh, literally but um yeah so for season two like i said it really progressed and you saw like the cinematography was like outstanding um mm-hmm. the acting was outstanding and one thing that i noticed like you mentioned kind of off air is like you felt like it was like hbo and that's one thing that i felt too i'm like this is very it's giving me very hbo like Issa ray insecure so i want to know if like that was kind of like an inspiration or kind of did you use like Issa ray kind of being that groundbreaking producer for like just genuine everyday black content i mean I think that was, like, one of the inspirations in terms mm-hmm. of, like, kind of looking at it, like, a lot of us who know about Issa Rae know that our journey started with her with Awkward Black Girl. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. kind of seeing her being able to do that, it's like, well, why can't we do that? Right. So, yeah. there's, like, the inspiration there of just getting it done because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to see your vision except you. Mm-hmm. But also, as well as kind of, like, okay, like, she's showing L.A., you can show Toronto too. Yeah, yeah. Despite like what people think or what they think of the city. But I mean, that's why in season one, episode two, I made it very clear that Toronto is a passively aggressively rude place. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're rude, but 
we're nice, we're nasty nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think that um, Insecure, in terms of what it was able to do, I think in some ways it shadows it, but also, like, Toronto's, like, its own wild place. So mm-hmm. I think it has its inspo, but also at the same time being able to build on something like that so we can have it for ourselves. So. Right. Also, shout out to HBO. They always have great trailers. So why wouldn't you model yourself after that? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think, like, for us, um, Insecure was definitely, like, in mind. For me, what was top of mind as I was writing was Atlanta, actually. Okay. So I, I can see those parallels as yeah. well. Yeah. Halfway through season two. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, um, I don't know. It's just, like, that weird like exactly and then such a weird game. show like there's like exactly there's like exactly i got that vibe from it for sure there's like, like everyday like vibes to it like you know i also what I mean? think like so. there's there's also like a seinfeld vibe to our show yeah because yeah. it's like nothing really ever connects but like yeah, it connects yeah, exactly yeah exactly yeah. um i want to follow that up with something just because i feel like um a lot of television and a lot of like Working off of Issa Rae, you know, I feel like a lot of people use her as an example of like, see, this is how you, how black people should be, you know, making things without the trauma, without Mm -hmm. the buzzword Mm. topics from Twitter and everything. And you kind of see that a lot with television series. They'll have their BLM episode, you know, Mm -hmm. like a couple months ago and stuff. So as people who work on a television series, how does that affect what you guys work on? And how do you feel about that trend in general of people kind of injecting those trendy, you know, buzzword topics you know, I for think, episodes. I think sometimes it's a little too much yeah. because yeah. it feels like it's one big Twitter conversation happening in like 10 minutes. And I'm That's just like, what yeah. you're saying. it's yeah. like, yo, bro, like, yeah, like we are protesting for our rights, but also at the same time, yo, rent is due. I have a phone <laughs> bill to pay. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it, we can literally think of these two things at the same time and be like, yo, honestly, I will come back to the civil rights shit because I'm still in capitalism. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we need to, like, there has to be a balance there. Like, mm-hmm. to just say, oh, we're going to have a BLM episode and then every other episode ever after that's like, oh my God, relationships. Oh my God, yeah. this. Oh my God, yeah. that. Like, it just kind of feels like a little off putting sometimes because, like, you feel like they have to do it. Definitely. Or sometimes using, like, as a black woman and feminism and do, 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 and, like, kind of packing it in and, like, the end monologue at the end of the episode. Not yeah. even an end monologue. Sometimes it's just one big monologue and you're like, girl, like, Talks you're like wearing Givenchy talking like this like <laughs> right. walk one like yeah. this is yeah. weird yeah. yeah I think I think there's ways to do it in ways that feel natural I was actually just talking to somebody about like there's gonna be like in a hundred years when people are studying like black art and black film and stuff like that there's gonna be a name for this like I guess post BLM yes. the way companies era. had to appeal to yeah. us yeah. And, yep. and not even just companies like the ways that like black creators like leaned into social activism in a way that they maybe mm-hmm. haven't before For sure. mm-hmm. and like there's ways to do it that it's natural and it's like okay I know I understand that this is the story that you're trying to tell but I feel like there's a lot of people that were like okay this is the shit that's popping and I'm gonna basically take Twitter dialogue and put it into my show but like yeah. it just like it's it comes off unnatural yeah. And it's like, yeah but it's crazy because we've had like older like black tv shows that have been able to like combat these type of conversations like if we look at fresh prince of bel-air when like um uncle phil's um old friend came and she was like on the run and stuff like that they were Mm -hmm. able to have like conversations about blackness that and them being like um upper class like like elite black people being able Mm -hmm. to have that conversation and stuff like that like it didn't feel unnatural it felt like okay these are the things that would happen right you know what i'm saying so you know when working on the show and writing and acting and having moments on the cut, co- 
did you ever feel pressure to have like, oh, we need to include like, a, was nope. there ever? Nope. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. No, we like, we chose chaos and chose violence we, often. Um, often. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, every, often. Every, everyone else that's part of the show, Jabari, Tashan, Phil, like we all, we were literally Amar, in the story editing room just choosing yeah. violence. We're like, right. mm, like, like yeah. even um, the first season before Sajay came on, mm-hmm. um, it was literally me, Tashawn, Jabari, Sticks, and like sometimes you would have the scripts and just rip it apart and be like, okay, like we're gonna do this instead, do this instead, do mm-hmm. this instead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, before we got money, CBC, we were we were somewhere we were somewhere in um, <clears throat> the middle of Toronto, just kind of trying to figure it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, even kind of even though I'm like the lead actress, I guess. Um, no, I guess. Say it. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's your title. That is your title. So, even during that time and being able to kind of see from like a bird's eye view of like what it is to write and like mm-hmm. kind of come to these ideas and stuff like that. It was a really cool experience as well. So I'm so glad like Sajay got to write on this because I Sajay is an amazing writer. Yes. Not just like as a journalist, but like there's stuff that I've read from her. <laughs> Like her call center, like show that she's always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I still think that's you should a really do it. good show yeah, yeah, or yeah. concept for sure. It, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a web show I've been trying to do for a while, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna 2022. Okay, 2022. You heard it here first. 2022. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm just I'm just making assumptions, but 2022 because <laughs> that's gonna put the fire under your ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there yeah, like um, I like I when I read it, I was just like, this shit is hilarious. Like yeah. if you know Sajay's sense of humor, if you follow her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That girl is insane. Yeah, just in a good talking. way. <laughs> I just you be talking, talking. <laughs> but it, but it be sticking though. That's the most important yeah. thing, right? When you talk, it sticks. It be resonating. I hear yeah, you. I exactly. Hear you. So that's what you have to use. All always. my all my great content comes in person because I do not participate in Twitter because y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Yeah, you do. Very, few, very, very, very f- far and few between. Because we should, we should definitely divest from Twitter, but it's hard. It's so hard. It's very hard. I come here. I, I come so to Twitter good. for jokes. I do not come for anything else. When I see that Toronto's on a ride and everybody's going crazy, I'm just like, ooh, time to get off, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, I think we, they do that monthly. Like I used to go to Clubhouse thing. for that, but now you know? it might be back now. There was fuckery over the weekend. Hey, so. listen, I'm was not there. Oh, was that for like? We're not talking about that. No, 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 no. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that off air, maybe. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> let's, do, let's, do, let's, do, let's do that. Um, but yeah, I have. <laughs> what did you try to do there? Hey, I just want to say I have no. Yeah. Why I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry, I just have to say I have no thoughts or prayers. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You know, that's making me think um, when you said inshallah earlier, the yeah. funniest shit I've ever seen on Twitter was people saying outshallah, prayers down. Oh <laughs> Yo, that makes me oh, scream. The city of Toronto time. will never see heaven. I'm that telling makes you. scream every time. Not it. Not outshallah. No. Prayers down is fucked. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Yo, I'm just seeing that like under your post, like, out, Shala. Prayers down. Oh my god. God. This is why Toronto will never see heaven. (laughs) Why are we like, no, I don't like that. Just shut down your account at that point. Yeah. If somebody ever out, Shala, me, we're gonna have to fight. (laughs) We're gonna have to fight. (laughs) We're gonna have to fight because that's crazy. That's so bad, mind. That too bad, mind. What? God is already having issues with me because I can't see my blessings and you're here trying to do prayers down. You are sick. You're not helping me. My grandmother's dead. I don't have a praying grandmother right oh now. I'm my God. trying. Oh, my God. Grandma. Oh, my God. I'm trying. God. 
not the lack of protection child you know what i'm saying um, yeah and even with um the cast on this show was one thing that was like huge especially for the second season because there were so many recognizable faces at least from my perspective a lot mm-hmm. of people like oh my god like i know that person i'm friends with that person talk to that person all the time stuff like that um how was like the casting process when it came to like choosing like black creatives in the city who are not necessarily actors mm-hmm. per se but who did obviously perform extremely well in their roles um and kind of just working with them and like how that process went Child, no. know i just kind of showed up for work <laughs> uh, you said let's play ball i just, right. just kind of showed up for work but i really loved working with everybody mm-hmm. on on the episodes like i'm just so happy to see like another crop of like talent like right. a lot of people was like some of them was like their first time and it's yeah. like you know being able to coach them because i understand jabari's writing and jay's writing mm-hmm. and sean's writing so it's like able they don't have to do too much work because i'm like i've already been through this so mm-hmm. this is how they <laughs> well this is what when they put this in italics this is what that means oh, so man. being able to help them with that and just kind of like you know seeing them like kind of grow their confidence as we do the scene so mm-hmm. it was really cool like it's a bunch of youngins I tell them that I'm actually the one of the oldest person people on the set. So that's so funny. Yeah, no, I, I was, was auntie, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so well casted. I love that it was yeah. like that balance of like, you know, all these people in Toronto that are already kind of doing their own things and mm-hmm. have their own platforms. Facts. And it was it was dope. It was like perfectly casted. It was like everybody's freaking hilarious yeah. like yeah it was great everyone was so good like you know I, I wouldn't be able to tell that it was people's first times yeah know? that's yeah. what i said i'm like i'm like usually i'm like you wouldn't like if i think of someone i wouldn't think of them as an actor off rip but like mm-hmm. how they presented in the show i was like okay i'm like they're acting acting was, like okay like, like yeah. come that's, on that's a nod to the writing because you know like, exactly I don't, think that they, I don't think they felt too alienated from the script and mm-hmm. there was like moments where they got to improvise so it's really great writing especially when it's coming from people that are from your hometown so you mm-hmm. absolutely relate to the content so that's just a nod to you know jabari Deshaun, phil and Jay doing mm-hmm. some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Can you know what? I never asked if I could curse. Can I curse? Girl, you, we've been cursing. So. <laughs> it's too late. Fuck, 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 shit, 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 motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 like, we were like half an hour in, and she's like, "Can I curse?" <laughs> 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 Only to do that stupid shit. Oh my god. You're ridiculous. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the character, like I said, I think the casting was great. And I think one thing that we try to do, even on our podcast, we try to get recognizable people because we think it's just like, it's good to like- Wait, can I ask you something? Where were you? Where was I where? Where was you? You didn't you didn't come and try and get casted for something? I didn't know there was a casting call. Hey, this is my interview now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did not know there was a casting call or anything like yes, that. Yes, there was. When? Well, obviously a long time ago. <laughs> Clearly, because you missed that. <laughs> and now you're premiering on Friday. But yeah, no, I didn't see I didn't hear anything about casting call. No one reached out to me. I don't know. I would have acted my ass off. Girl, where we, where you was at? No one told me. Nobody called you. Where's no your agent? <laughs> I am not an actor. Like they could have called my man over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, where, where who's the casting director. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you asking me. That's a CJ question. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Where right. was you? Whoa. This interview I know just where I'm going. Right? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what about season three then? Well, this is gone. Okay. I mean, yeah. room. Is there a season three? Is there, can if can I say something? Three, yeah. Like I said before, I just come to work. Shut <laughs> 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 I don't know anything. We hope there's a season. Three. I hope. I think there three. definitely will be. I'm very optimistic there will be a season. I three. saw season this two, is, and I, I season know two is season. really good. Yeah. I we need a season three. Some of these things need to get you know 
wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I, you know, my character, like, that girl can't be a broke bitch forever. <laughs> she needs to get her life together. She, she definitely needs to get her life together. Yeah, I don't even want to expose the way the life I don't want to spoil anything, but she low-key broke as fuck. Like, the fact that, like, I gra- like my character graduated from being good youth number one to actually having a name, I've yeah. come a long way, I must say. <laughs> That's called character development. That is character that is development. Character development. The, first, the only character that had, like, a recall to, like, their first story. Actually, I think I'm giving away too much exposition for the last episode but it's like yeah i think you're the most reoccurring yeah yes. and that's yeah. why you're a lead actress Sound like that. <laughs> but yeah you were the only i think you were the only person yeah. who like reoccurred. i mean when somebody like literally yells like if you're broke just say that you if might want to see you might want to see what's wrong with this thing like just in the apartment hallway is. just screaming like that's a valid question though the fuck like <laughs> Just say that, like somebody like that. You have to be like, yo, who was this mutting? You like, afford fifty. Like, you can't get away too much. But it's like, like you have to like figure out, like, yo, what's wrong with this girl? Because mm-hmm. she has feels no ways about yelling in the hallway, yeah. about her business. <laughs> and how important was it to have like an all black cast? That was like the number one. That was thing number one okay. for us. And yeah. um, off the checklist. Like, it's funny because we actually talked about like the possibility of having white people in the show and we're like they'd have to be in the background like facts so a nigga making a sandwich Just or walking. something like oh hey i'm paul i'm your sandwich like they're, that's like, it. they're like at panera you bread now <laughs> panera closed the in center one is closed are you, you know serious her? yeah well the one at sure is not i go get my tuna sandwich from there <laughs> You know, someone told me that Panera Bread is just uh, glamorized hospital food, and I stopped eating Excuse it me? from then. Yeah. And okay. Low, low key, it, Yo, that's low facts key it is. <laughs> low key. That's can I, can I say something? Go ahead. That hospitalized tuna sandwich is slaps. slaps. Hospitalized tuna sandwich. No, it's actually really. I used to get the tuna sandwich with the broccoli and cheddar soup, like the soup okay. sandwich combo. Because lactose, I couldn't, when I'm I'd have it, too. my stomach is like, they're popping and locking on me like it's genuine. I, I don't have the time. Mm-mm. I'm lactose too, <laughs> but I, I push through it. Yo, I, I be pushing through until my stomach is just like, all right, listen to me. Oh, listen to me. No, um, with that being said, there's no absence, there's an absence of white people, which is cool, you know, it's all black cast. You know, what's so crazy because in real life, sometimes, like, I don't deal with white people until I have to deal with them, so like, Like usually, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In my regular life, it's kind of like, oh, the coloreds are around, god damn, shit's about to go down. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my marginalized people are here, this is great, like, you know what I'm saying? But you know what, (laughs) a depending on where you live, that could really be your reality, yeah. Yeah. And like definitely for white people, like they can go weeks without seeing any of us. If they That's really, very de- depending true. on where they work, where they socialize, you know what I but mean? Yeah. Like they don't have to work as hard to do that. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's like, why that's why I don't like sometimes I'm just like I don't like granted, like you have to be forced to know that there's other people beyond your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because sometimes they honestly don't have an understanding and the rest of us are just like Right, but you're, how but you you're like, and how do you not know this? Like, right. we're coexisting. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. come you can't coexist? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's like different. There's two different Toronto's. Like, I was um, someone was telling me how, like, even when we were just talking earlier about the the West End and the East End, right? Right. Yo, ask a white person what they consider the East End and the West End. It's They'll tell you that they're gonna mind. be like, well, the West End's the annex. They're gonna tell you the <laughs> junction. Okay, when yeah. you say where's oh. the West End, they're gonna say, oh, the junction, like oh, junction, I'm annex, like that. And then if you say Rexdale, like, oh, that's a Topico. 
Yeah. Oh. I mean, technically, that is a I never thought though. about that, that, you know? Like, how white people would perceive West End versus East End. Mm-hmm. That's why they say that. Mm-hmm. But the thing sure is, Etobicoke is Etobicoke. I'm an Etobicoke gal. But yeah, it's but still we, West it's, End, it's Yeah, but it's still in the, the West, West End. end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's how we group things together. But they're just like, oh, but there's, like, these, like, five, six boroughs. I'm like, don't nobody believe in that. Right. You only don't believe two. in the boroughs? When have we really believed in the boroughs except Scarborough? <laughs> that's the only, <laughs> that's the only borough I really they, know. Listen, no, they're the only borough that's always screaming. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, Scarlet was always screaming though. Yeah, they loud. Always screaming. They're always screaming. Like, look at see. As soon as like you, all they saw was Scarborough on the stupid thing in the in the trailer. Ah, oh, Scarborough! I won't lie. When I saw it, I rolled my eyes. I said, "Oh God!" So, as a West End girl, you have to you have to only imagine my strife having to deal with East End people. I'm like, God damn, oh, can we God. have some random West End? And especially like sticks. He's like Jordan. He's the one that edited the he trailer. Is, yes. he's, a, he's a man from Scarborough for real. Yeah, and that like Scarborough pictures was like it was like on the screen a little bit longer than the rest of everything. <gasps> you know what I'm saying? It was, it was that little that little screen was it was a little bit longer. Than Do the you, rest of the, but only Scarborough people would actually name a production company Scarborough, Scarborough pictures. pictures. Have some respect. Have Could some you, respect, please. Honestly, I really need Jane to really make a production company called Jane Strip Productions because like oh we gotta rifle that because that's crazy. Rexdale Entertainment, just now. Rexdale Entertainment? That'd mm. be fire still. Just now. Just now. Shout out to the Rexdale Mondale. Entertainment? Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? Who wants the appeal region? Chinkuzi? Chinkuzi Theater. Not <laughs> <laughs> Chinkuzi Theater. Chinkuzi Pixar Films. Like, could you imagine? The Brampton hate me stuff. Because even there's a there's a From the people line. that brought you Bramley City City. <laughs> Honestly, there's a punchline <laughs> in one of the episodes, and I don't want to give the punchline away. But oh, when yeah. I tell you, I sc- like I screamed out loud. I said, "I know, oh, exact, hell I know no. exactly what you're like, talking about." No, yeah. that punchline. I was like, "Okay, fuck off!" Like you got me fucked up. And we debated over wait, what wait, that wait, 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 which which episode? I don't was want it? to give it away. Which episode was it? The last mouth. The, the last one. The punchline. Yeah. Yeah, of course, I know. I know. I, I knew exactly. Me being a Peel Region princess, I screamed because I said, "Oh, fuck <laughs> off!" Nah, man, you're not a Peel Region person. You're a Chunkuzi princess. <laughs> you're Peel Region right now. Been Peel Region from Yo Peel Region will fight for their lives. They eh? meanwhile the rest of Toronto is like, "Nah, you're gonna catch this heat." <laughs> I always say, "I'm like, if you don't ride the rocket, we are not from the same place." What? Like, what is a yeah. zoom? What is a zoom? A zoom? Zoom? Not a even, zoom bus? Not, e- not even zoom like Z O M, but zoom no like Zumba. <laughs> Y'all do Zumba, Zumba on the bus? <laughs> you got here on the Viva? Yeah. Who is that? There's the Brampton no. Zoom. And what is the that? Way. So I live with like the My Way. Come on, Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I can't stand you. Okay, yeah. It's only 36 minutes. I've lost more than in the first season. She's like, come on, Usher. Because I said my way. That's what it's Mr. Saga Transit is called my way. Why is it your way? Because <laughs> your way is not the highway, child. Okay. <laughs> Listen, that's just the, tra- the transit that I know before I moved to Toronto for school. That's the transit. The region. The thing is, I didn't just, really take public transit. We're just peeling back the onion layers. Shut See what up. I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, there's certain buses that you just knew to take. But I never. I, I read the rocket. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not the rocket. I read the rocket. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you. You're a tax victim. <laughs> You're a victim. Let me tell you. Tax, my, for, my, tax for fair evasion. Fair my evasion. Mom, my mom. That's my life. My mom <laughs> used to live in Brampton. Right. And when she was moving to Brampton, she's like, "We're moving to Brampton." I said, "We." 
Yeah, we. You moved to Brampton. <laughs> Nothing is and wrong I got with my own place. I said, bye. You Excuse me? me? Nothing is wrong with Brampton. Do you drive? Yes. That's why you say that. Okay, fair. Any, any, I can't live somewhere where it takes me 38 years to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to come to the Eaton Center? Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. What the <laughs> fuck is that? You want to know something? And so- you know, you know what's so funny about the Peel Region folks? Remember we used to, they used to be going downtown and they go in their BB and they're like, DT flow. You guys were sick. Stop it. Stop it right now. In the, in the BBM friggin' like, what's it called? Status? Like, yeah, why would you tell us that? Who cares? That's OT for them. You know what, what I'm saying? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. But honestly, some, so because I um, I used to live in Toronto, I went to U of T, so I moved to Toronto for like three years. Mm-hmm. Which U of T? St. George. Really? <laughs> That's why I moved downtown. I'm glad because people say U of T and you're like, which one? And you're like, Miss Song, you're like, okay. <laughs> you mean UTM? UTM. You mean UTM. UTM. That's yeah, not yeah, UT. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went to like the like genuine like heart of heart U of T like St. George. So I moved downtown for three years. Um, and when I moved downtown, like it was just like, like downtown isn't that foreign to me anymore. It used to feel very foreign when I used to like mm. live and born and raised in Brampton. But like now it just feels like, okay, I'm just hopping on the garden. I'm going You're downtown. born in Brampton. Yeah. Well, born in oh, Etobicoke no. and then was raised in Brampton. Okay, yeah. fair. So you just but. moved further west. <laughs> Technically my family. And they stayed in Brampton. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I said, so Toronto, like to me, Toronto, I go to Toronto all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I'm here probably like three days out of the week that I'm back and forth. But even like some like guys who try to like date me now, because I come to Toronto all the time and guys ask my days, like, yeah, I'm like, let's go downtown. They're like, "Ah." and I'm like, where are they taking you, Onyx? I want to (laughs) know. Thank you. I want to know where you want to take me in Brampton, sir. Jack Astor's? Giggling fuck tomatoes. Off. Fuck off. <laughs> no. I heard Onyx has great chicken wings, though. I'm not going to hold I have you. Nothing against Onyx, but it's Nothing like- against Onyx, but I really heard they got great chicken wings, so I'm really trying to see what's what up. I might have to go to Brampton yeah, still. some guys are like, yeah, I'm like, oh, what do you want to eat? And I'll, like, name restaurants on town. They'll be like, ah. So nobody's trying to take you to Taroni? That's fucked up. <laughs> That's rude, right? Damn. So I don't date Brampton niggas. You can't. Respectfully. I mean, technically, nope. you can't really date Toronto niggas, but I don't, that, I don't know. Well, we won't get- I'm like- People know me for that, but we you know what? You know what? Oh, let's talk about let's, have, let's have a story oh, time. We're interviewing <laughs> you now. <laughs> so lost the pod. I lost the pod. So you lost definitely lost the pod. <laughs> You're literally dealing with two like veterans, veterans. <laughs> podcast veterans, and I'm here on my own show. Like, what the fuck is going on? It got She's, hijacked. It's giving. It's giving Mr. Crab, <laughs> and she just like. <laughs> I'm in the zone, like, what the fuck is going on? I love it. Like, the, the, be a formal well, first, first of all, the podcast got stolen a couple of times. I was just like, yo. <laughs> but no, I don't have a story time in that sense. I just mean, like, my brand has become hating Toronto men. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be known as the girl who hates Is it really Toronto a brand or is it the truth? Like, I'm trying to figure it out Facts. at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's the problem? I need you to, like, tell me what time it is. I think. <laughs> I think yeah 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 it's it's about Warn to the start. Others. You, Warn the others. You're losing well, control of no, the no, podcast. No, no, no. Whatever show time, whatever time Zoe says it is, that's what time it is. I agree. <laughs> I think it's well warranted criticism. The thing is, it's I, I was gonna save this, but what we're talking about now, since it's like brought up, it's funny because like now that our podcast has like exponentially grown, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of known as the like the pod. People call me the podcast girl when I go out now. Oh so I was at like this event. Not even uh, the podcasting. No, these people are actually <laughs> wicked. Like that's what that's what they should be calling <laughs> you. <laughs> or like you're the podcast girl. So I was out recently, 
and like a few guys like oh like you're the podcast girl you're the podcast girl you're the po-. like you went viral with that story you're the mm-hmm. podcast girl and i'm like okay yeah like that's that's my new name i'll take it as long as you guys know what i do i'll take it and they go yeah they're like so uh, you really don't like uh like you really only like americans right and i was like no that's not i don't only like americans i've mm. just had better dating experience mm-hmm. with americans they're like oh okay because like you know like i don't know if i like i have a guy who wants to talk to you but he says you only like Americans, and I'm like, is this? Yo, you see, you see this, you see this, <laughs> and this is why these people's gals get tech. Okay, you want to know why? Why are you sending your friend? You, you why are you doing that? That's like, why. You, that's why. That's like, why she don't off. like them. That's why she don't like y'all. What the hell? And it's how old are you? Fourteen. It's happened God, to me at least damn. like four or five times. Where it's like, oh, like I have a friend who like my wants to get Can I can I tell you something? Four or five times. Let it go, sweetheart. They are the streets. Streets are done. <laughs> they are closed. They're closed. <laughs> the streets are closed for business. It's never open up shop. It's closed. Yeah. So now I feel like I need to like. I don't want to reinvite Toronto men, but I want to like. There's, I don't. There was no real reinvite. They said, "I don't know. I'm going to stand outside the club." Yeah, literally. <laughs> like they're genuinely like. Toronto men are genuinely scared to approach me now because they think, ugh, she only likes So Americans. are they going to just DM you after they see you in the club and be like, yo, I seen you today? They might. That's 100%. sick. That's sick behavior. Honestly, I'm going to say You come off like first. a stalker. I don't know if they know that. They don't. Oh, no. I'm going to say it here first. I do not. Listen, if there's a great Toronto man out there, I am open to it. Stop so lying. if wow, I am. Are you? Are you? Because then the great Toronto man would have to be a living person. Yo, what is happening here? Zoe lost the pod. She's praising Toronto men. I don't know what's going on right now. Chaos. Chaos. Absolute Shoot the gun. Shoot the gun, please. Okay, a flex bomb. It didn't help nobody, but okay. I'm not praising them. I'm just saying I don't want to be known as that girl who can't be approached because like, oh, she only she only talks about American men. She only likes American men. I'm well, not- Jay Fiasco will and I will take that role for you. <laughs> I do not care. You're- I do not care. Yeah. But the thing is, like, oh my god, I'm dying. The fact that they're scared to talk to me is crazy. Like they're sending their friends. There, I'm. But does that just that- prove your point? It does kind of prove my okay, point. So- <laughs> But yet, but then, but then, and so then, you had the right time the whole time. Like, listen, if there is a Toronto man out there who thinks that he can change my mind, I welcome you. For the love of Zoe, don't do that. Ooh, you know I got what? a pilot. I got a pilot. You're ready. Right. You know you have to do this now. What? You have to find oh, contestants. Honestly, no. I'll you know what? Help. I will help. How did we? You get know what? Here? Listen, you want to be a Toronto man hater? We're here trying to help. You said I don't want to hate anymore. No. We said we'll do the hate for you, but we will help you. <laughs> it should be th- okay. It should be like this: three niggas, okay, uh-uh. come in these seats right here, mm-hmm. and they have to prove why they're worthy to speak to you. And it has to be somebody that told their friend. You have to vet. You oh my god! Like a host. You got to vet. And you, you know, gotta you come to with vet, you got to come with like hardcore questions. Like we will write some of the questions for you. Oh my god! Yeah. We'll think about that. This one. needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I love right. this. I actually Why? like this idea. You know what? We need to do it, and we need to also have it live stream on Clubhouse. I oh, agree. Jesus. I agree. Like, for the love of Maul and Joe Budden, fuckery. Honestly, we need to it, listen. They'd and if the, back. if the Americans want to join, we will do a Zoom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to corporate sponsor. Are you dumb? Ooh, you know what, you sh- you know you what it should be? You know what it should be? Alizé. <laughs> 
Alizé? Not Alizé. Red stripe. Oh, yeah, you're Honestly, right. You're right. You're I'm right. down. We can do a competition. If whoever I end up choosing, that will be my known favorite from here on. You know out. what? We also need to build an app so people can vote. Oh kind of like Love God. Island. <laughs> you get me? You get me? That's my show. Eh? I love that show, bro. I love Love Island. There's bear oh, can we go for, can a bird for a chat? Right can now. we go for this a chat? Chance. You want to go for a talk? I'm, I'm, gonna, cr- I'm cracking on with people. If anyone British is listening to this, I'm so fucking sorry. I love every accent on that show. You do get a lot of UK downloads. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Honestly, okay, I'm gonna say this: the US version this year, honestly, what a sad sad state of affairs. No, it started off so strong and then it really died down. But a lot of unfortunate things happened. Too many. Uh, Too many. Garbage. When Kashi went home, I said, "Shut it down." Turn it off. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. (laughs) What's his name? Five dollars, Cinco. Cinco. Oh my god, she called him five dollars. Okay, he's so fine though. But he's, he's very so fine. fine. What? He's very fine. I sent him DMs right after you got eliminated. I said, "Hey, boo." <laughs> I would. Oh, but you're you're trying to show love to Toronto man. At this point, <laughs> you hear you hear this one? She said, she said, zoop zoop zoop. Exactly. How you <laughs> It was giving Wendy. <laughs> Yo, you know there's gonna be Love Island Nigeria. Yes! Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah, I'm so ready. I, and that's another all black. I'm ready for ready. that Wahala. Okay. Beer mix up. <laughs> Did you see the, beer na- mix up. the the Big Brother Nigeria mix up on mix up? Are you serious? Oh, yes. I cannot come and kill myself. I cannot oh! come and kill myself. You will not kill me all. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I can't my wait. That's, that's my line, eh? My mom used to tell me, because I'm not, well, I'm not Nigerian, I'm Ghanaian. Okay. But my mom would tell me she'll kill me twice before I die. Oh my God. That was, oh my, my, that was her threat every time. Oh my God. I'll kill you twice before you die. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh well, my God. Uh, but yeah, no, Love Island Nigeria is going to be all black cast. And I, I love seeing all black cast. Mm. Of course. Like, I think in anything, it's you just. Want, you want to know why? Why? Black people just deal with things very differently than the rest very of the true. It's just so ton up. And then on top of that, we don't hide our faces. Mm-hmm. Like you're really in their mind, they think they're like, oh, I'm copacetic. Meet all their faces do this. <laughs> and they're the in their mind, they're like, but their faces. Yeah. No, 100 percent Oh my god. Especially when they're being mixed and they want to hear the mix and they're just they're mm-hmm. eating like, oh yeah, really. Going. I feel like on the text. I feel like when the texts come in, like on the UK one, like I got a text. If it's on the jury, like I got text. He's like, I got a text. Oh, what did he say? What's this now? Oh, he said text. He said text. They said two new fine babes coming in the villa. The five new bibs. <laughs> speaking of babes, speaking wait. of babes, justice for Blackberry Babes, the best Nollywood film to ever Nollywood. What is mm. Blackberry Babes? You, you need to just to watch, watch it. it. It's a Nollywood film that is so insane from top <laughs> to bottom, and there's three parts. Okay. And it's literally about a bunch of girls that are popping that pussy for some Blackberry uh, devices. And you can't hang out with them unless you also have a Blackberry. And you have to have the latest device. Mm-hmm. At, at by, at, what was it? By part two, part three, they were like, the Blackberry Bold. The Blackberry Bold was. Ooh, yes. And one girl also had a trackball, and they they told her that they can't that she can't hang out with them until she gets a Blackberry Bold because it has the trackpad. Mm-hmm. It has the trackpad, not the trackball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Nollywood. You gotta Black- find that. Oh, so I can't hang out with you because I have a blueberry. <laughs> 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 um, yeah but even with um all black cast like they genuinely feel because even with like this season even those all black cast it was still very diverse mm-hmm. if i would say that and i think you guys also did that very well because like even within the black community there's so much diversity with 
cultures, ethnicities, nationalities, and so yeah. on. And I think every episode represented that really well. Yeah. Like you always saw like a prop or an accent or a lingo that represented the diversity within the black community and even like the LGBT community. Yeah. That yeah, was huge yeah. too. And I love that that was touched on because that's a really big thing. I think a lot of the black community I can't with. wait for people to watch the episode because that episode yeah. was fucking <laughs> hilarious. So funny. So good. There's two episodes that kind of touch with like yes. LGBTQ but the what like even that, those two episodes were hilarious. They were. But the ones that was like, that was like super like, yeah. based on, <laughs> holy shit. It's like, it's really, the shade is insane. Yeah. Like, I really was like, yo, y'all are actually insane. <laughs> I love it. Y'all will be talking to people, they're like, oh, okay, 10 seconds later, you really think about it, you're like, wow. Yeah. It really came from my life. Yeah. yeah. Come from my neck, like, <laughs> I love it. And was it hard to find that, like, diversity? I feel like it's not hard, though, because, like, genuinely, we are so diverse. So you see, diverse. You see how, like, Cameron said, like, in Painful, niggas die every day, B. I <laughs> it's like, niggas is everywhere, B. Like, you will find right? them. You tough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was, like, super important for us to have that, because I feel like when there is, like, black representation within Canadian media and like Canadian creativity, it's like mm-hmm. very flat. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. it's yeah. very like, okay, they're black, but like there's not they're not gonna mention if they're West Indian, if they're, you know, West African or if they're Surface Latinx yeah. or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so much richness to the black experience in Canada and in Toronto and that we share and there's like cultural exchange and shit happening mm-hmm. and it's like we have to touch on all that because yeah. we're not all just one thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's kind of why it it always kind of feels that, well, having this show, it doesn't feel like we're being pigeonholed because we're so used to getting um, American content. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of like, oh, all most black people across the diaspora are painted in a certain way mm-hmm. because of the fact that black American content is like the black content. Right. Mm-hmm. So having things like this where it's just like, you know, next stop, even things as legendary as dance hall queen, you get to see so many, and like even the Nollywood film industry, you get to see so many aspects of the diaspora. And like, I think having something like next stop, you kind of, since we're like a concentrated United Nations, you get to see it across the board. So, I mean, can I ask, is there anything that was under that umbrella of like, you know, diversity and cultures that you didn't get to touch on that you wish you did, or like something that you want to in future seasons, you know? I feel like, um, I would have loved if there was like, Something about like the Black Latinx Latinx experience Facts. Yeah, in yeah. there. I would love like a true to life like West African like Caribbean like kind of uh, experience as well too. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like living in those households where your parents are immigrants and you're trying to figure out your Canadian experience because you're born here, but mm-hmm. like your home is different, but yeah. your outside is different. But it's different of, from your parents. Yeah, it's, yeah. and it, honestly, it's, for a lot of us, this is our origin story. That's how our culture got built up, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be really dope to have like a Next Stop series that kind of rewinds itself back to kind of be like, this yeah. is where it all begins, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? I love yeah. that. I love that too. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Yeah, definitely a Latinx experience because yeah. that'd be dope. And even like you mentioning like Issa Rae earlier, like I remember I read this um, piece about her talking about how she made the decision because she's of Senegalese background. <clears throat> and she made the... Really? Exactly. <laughs> Damn! That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then she was talking about how, like, she made this decision to, like, not make Issa, like, the character Issa Senegalese. She mm-hmm. just, like, you know what I mean? Just made her black American, essentially. And then I'm just always, like, thinking, damn, like, how, what what extra layer would that have added to the show exactly. if she was, like, Senegalese American? And, like, right. you know But that's I mean? the same thing with Molly because we know that she's also Nigerian and it's right. just, like, yeah. desert. But two, in the show, right, exactly. But in the show, I mean? she's not, yeah. She's not, but which I'm just, like, but there's so much to add to there because, like, there you know, 
beer jokes. Beer, too many jokes. Yeah. Because like trying to be whether you're um you know West Indian or you're African, just trying to like be kids that are born here, trying to talk to your parents, and they're just like they don't want to hear nothing you're saying because mm-hmm. they're just like. I'm not one of you outside friends. I, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a, there's a story to tell there. Yeah. You try to navigate it, you know? Even the, even the guy that plays Issa's brother, he's of Haitian descent. And I saw him yeah. in this video. Um, and he was really funny. And yeah. like, it was like mm-hmm. him and this girl, like going back and forth in, in Creole. Yeah. And it was so funny. Right. But you know what we never touched on, on the show that I think we need to touch on? Mm. Our our black Canadians like the Scotians because mm-hmm. I think like, there's there's a I, lot yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. a lot my next door neighbors are like you know I think there's a story to tell over there too because I think we're always so used to the multicultural mm-hmm. like everybody's immigrant for experience. immigrant like, experience yeah. that I think would be really cool to see like what it's like to you know be of like a black Canadian where it's like eight nine ten it's generations so we- in. yeah yeah I used to work with a a woman who was like. Canadian, like that's all she knew. Wow. And her yeah. her father and mother were from Nova Scotia, so she had like a like the card, yeah, and like the indigenous card. And I remember asking, I'm like, so where are you from? And she was like, I'm Canadian, and it, it wasn't clicking to me at all. And I was exactly. like, no, but like, I mean, like your background. She was like, like Nova Scotian, and I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and like I I knew, but I'm like I'm yeah, because I have like um one of my um white or my cousins ex-husbands he's scotian mm-hmm. so but like to me i'm just like what is like what do you what do you mean you're just in nova scotia like how did Very you get underrepresented, there underrepresented uh, yeah it's story. super and there's a lot of black scotian yeah, yeah a, there's a lot, lot of black, black scotians there's like black newfies like, newfies too yeah yeah lots of black people in new brunswick i remember my high school new best brunswick. friend yeah, yeah my high school best friend her mom was from new brunswick and um her dad is west indian but her mom is from new brunswick so one day i'm just like oh like where's your mom from she's like new brunswick i'm like where okay where are her parents from she's like new brunswick i'm like uh, and they're considered indigenous where right are her parents from are they or is it well is it i a think different she, term? i think she might have some indigenous blood yeah. in her as well but yeah as far as i know she's like generations deep new brunswick yeah, yeah. and i was like oh that was like my <laughs> literally so my weird. first time yeah. meeting somebody with that yeah. background like not till high school so i'm just like so you're telling me your parents didn't didn't get here in the sorry in the 1970s? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually though, because like my my mom did. She came here in yeah in the six, late 60s, mm-hmm. early 70s, mm-hmm. and my dad came from the UK. I think around the same time, maybe mm-hmm. later 70s. So it's it's weird when they're like, yeah, you know. I'm I want that television series about the 60s Easy, when yeah. all our parents when everyone and everything just came yeah. like came. Yeah. Yeah. Came. I, and my like, parents came in like 88. Damn. Oh, that's fairly old. Yeah, because, like, I think... Or fairly late, sorry. Well, again, I'm Ghanaian, so I think a lot of, like, West Indian people came to... Earlier. Earlier, and then, like, a lot of, like, Ghanaians, Nigerians came in, like, towards, like, And they were all sponsoring each other. Everyone was sponsoring Mm -hmm. everyone to come over. Mm -hmm. And, like, you already knew where everybody lived for the most part. Like, they were either in Scarborough. If if they weren't in Scarborough, they were in the West End, and specifically, like, Chuck Farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom came Shout to, out Chuck Farm. My mom came to Canada. Like Scarborough was like fields everywhere. Like whenever we pass something, like that used to be a field. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that my mom does that there all the whatever. time. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. family loves. Oh, that house was never there. Yeah, oh, there was yeah, this yeah. little house in the corner over there, a little wooden house. Oh, that was never. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god. So like this was just not a thing. <laughs> like yeah. what are you talking Honestly, about? Honestly, if you really think about it, 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 the this condo house boom didn't really even begin until like maybe 2001, 2002. Because mm-hmm. even yeah. up until like. I was like 11, 12 years old. I was like, yo, a lot of places were fields, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was no development. Well, yeah. even like I went to school, I went to high school, I went to Mayfield Secondary School. So when I went to Mayfield, it was literally just our school and field and a pie shop that was maybe like a kilometer Damn. west. Like there was a kilometer west. So did you have to drive? 
No, we'd walk. Walk how long? Damn. A kilometer is not that bad. 12 kilometers is not that bad. How maybe, long? Maybe like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, child. That's not far when you're in high That's school. That's really though. not that far. Well, yeah, when you're in high school, you're, you're like, you're like, you're I'm not, yeah. I'm going to, do you want to know why? Because like, there was a, there was like this super fire Asian spots. What's, what's I think something ho? <laughs> and it was like a kilometer from my high school and i was like i'll walk there but for a pie shop bro well that's all we had right we literally had the school and the pie shop but now so recently i drove up there and there's like a bmw like dealership there's like a whole Damn. like plaza there's a walmart there's a McDonald's. But who's buying a bmw after school like what's kaladin is full of rich white people Damn. Damn. So, oh no, not even, it's a Mercedes, <laughs> not even BMW. It's Mercedes. It's a Mercedes dealership. Somebody's 16 birthdays, ton up. Literally, I know. <laughs> and they have like a whole plus. I'm like, yo, like, we never had this shit. We literally, everyone just smoked weed and got high. And well, not and me. ate pie. And ate pie. And ate pie. And that's that sounds May- very like much Peel region. And activity. Mayfield, because we were so up north in like the Boondocks Cow City, because it was all farms. Wow. Like kids were known for just like doing drugs. Like our school was known yeah, for yeah, drugs yeah. because kids were these white kids were rich and bored and they would just like pop molly on lunch and like just do dumbass shit and my high school is kind of the same i went to high school like partially in ajax so it was, okay like, similar similar thing the ajax was, is like, very black though well now it, uh it, it was too when i lived there okay like i lived there from like the late 90s till like i was like 15 and then i moved to scarborough i did the opposite of what everyone else does but um yeah no ajax was always super black so I always hmm. enjoyed that. And that was always crazy to me because I'd always hear people be like, yo, Ajax is super black. What Very happened black. was, like, basically, I used to live in Jaina Finch when I was, like, young, young. And then literally when I was five, basically half of Jaina Finch also moved to Ajax. That's literally what happened. Because oh. the houses used to be dumb cheap. So, yeah. like, just lots of black people just moved out there. A lot of Scarborough, too. Are they expensive now? Yeah. In Ajax? Yeah. You used to be able to get, a house, like, a four-bedroom house for, like, a 150. Wow. Dead ass. That makes wow. me want to throw up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're here like million dollar home. Literally. One fifty is your yo. down payment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think my house, like the house I live in now, like my mom's house, she, I think she got it for around like, yeah, maybe like 200K mm-hmm. when she first bought it. And now I don't want, now it's probably worth that. You can probably start bidding more for at least, oh, like probably one. Yeah. 1.1 mil. Yeah. Because like. It's madness. I've seen like. Houses that look like sheds. Oh yeah, a million dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, that's cheap. I'm and like, in the middle of nowhere too. Yeah, a lot of them are in the middle of nowhere. They need mad work done, and they're selling for like. There's some on Keel that are going for a mm-hmm. million dollars, and they look absolutely horrific. They're rude. They sell the land sometimes for like that kind of money. Like that's true too. Getting, yeah, getting property here is. Listen, when I look at the <laughs> y'all like, outlined it very well. Yeah. When I look at like the cost of of homes and how much you have to make like per year, I'm like, damn, I gotta convince someone's son that I'm a good person. <laughs> at some point, I. Gotta <laughs> gotta split this shit in half and the thing is i remember i not convince them that you're a good person it's gonna no, take a lot of work yeah. but it's, yeah I, are you gonna do it i'm not gonna cook or nothing but so what like exactly now, are you going to do to prove that you're a good person just not you know physically assault him i think that's enough oh my god what do you bring to the table <laughs> literally absolutely Meanwhile, nothing. she's throwing the table <laughs> nothing whenever men ask me that i'm like nothing men actually ask you that like ask, genuinely, yeah, what do you bring? That. No, that like on a date or like when they're trying to genuinely say, what they'll, do you they'll look at you and say yeah, that. Yeah, they like, look you say, in your face this is why and I don't say, date. what do you bring and to the I, table? And I say nothing. Nothing. This no, is they, hold on, stop. Hold on, wait. They use those words. What do what you do don't bring believe to the table? it. Because I don't believe it. Don't ask me. So I think that's a really rude question, first of all. I think it's really rude. Men really ask that. What do you bring to the table? Food. Literally. All I have is jokes and like invoice ass. That's literally it. That's it. I think that's such a rude question. I hate that question. Mm-hmm. I think it's really rude because it's like, what the fuck do you mean? What do I bring to the table? Like, what, what, what do you mean? What do I bring to what table? Where's the table? 
What is the proverbial table? What is the proverbial table? Where's the house for the table to go in? Yeah. Do you have that? No. Literally. Okay, so then I don't bring anything to the table. Don't even got coasters. Why? Shit. Why? You know what? Beer beverage drinks. Beer beverage drinks. Oh my god. There's beverages and no coasters. That's crazy. Beer beverages. I think that's meanwhile the whole table's fucked up. That's wild. Water yeah. stains. Because I was even saying, I'm like, now if you make, and people were like, oh, you're just bougie. I'm like, I'm not bougie. I'm very realistic. Mm-hmm. The Before six figures was like, if you made six figures, you were well off. You were set. Like, you were upper class. Mm-hmm. Six, fi- like low six figures now. I'd say from like 100 to maybe like 150K. It's like the starting point. Yeah. It, that is. Of life. It's really not. And people got mad at me. I'm like, yo, you guys are not, like, you guys are really not thinking. Like, because like, you really know, a lot of not, people don't I, know what six figures is. You get what I'm saying, right? Apparently not. Because somebody's like, oh. I'm making six. I'm making over six figures, and then it's like, or or somebody made his things like, it's six figures or a hundred thousand or nothing. It's like, bro, it's the same oh, shit, dumbass. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, like I, that's what I knew. People don't know what six figures is, like, mm-hmm. and even six figures before taxes. And you and own property and everything. It's about when, forty thousand at the end thank of it. You. So yep. when you're taking home, when you're so same, your salary is a hundred thousand dollars, right? You're taking home maybe what seventy ish. Maybe eighty, like net, mm-hmm. right? And then you factor in other expenses, buying a house. Depending, you what, factor in your car, you right. factor in Mortgages, your insurance, groceries. you factor in groceries. If you have somebody that's dependent on you, thank you. Mm-hmm. You factor in your regular social it life. It disappears you quick, fast. The as money, fuck. the money, the money we burn in, bro. Just throwing, yeah. just throwing gasoline so on it. So six figures now, especially in Toronto, is not getting you what you think. It's baby I'm not food gonna at call this it. Point. Poor. It costs a hundred dollars to go outside and try. Yes. <laughs> Leaving your door. Not to go outside. Breathe out, bro. Bills. Leave the door. Just to breathe out, it's a hundred dollars. Fam, you, you got you getting an Uber. As soon as you see twenty five dollars, that's already a quarter of the hundred dollars yeah. gone, bro. And yes. you have to go eat. That's, that's like my, sixty that's, bucks. That's how much my Uber was here. Still, <laughs> there you go, right? So that's my thing. It's like, and I'm still hungry. I haven't even ate all day. <laughs> and I have to tell myself, there's rice at home. <laughs> Yeah, that six-figure conversation, it's like, yo, respectfully, like, that's not really getting but, you far. But that's mm-hmm. why that what in some of the, the episodes where we're talking about just kind of, like, dating and living yep. in this city, yep. like, it's really important to, like, get this out because, bro, it's not cheap. It's not. And it's, like, affecting different aspects of our lives, yep. like, whether it be our relationships, whether it be romantic, friendships, yep. like, how we deal with dating, how yep. we deal with our careers. It's kind of, like, the cost of living is so absolutely absurd that it's fucking everything Fair else enough. up like that's why no, you got really that's is. why you got motherfuckers asking what do, what you, do you bring, bring to, to the, the table, table? <laughs> how, how did we get here they need the fourth leg that's why no that's crazy. bro i don't that's even I'm, i don't even have the fourth leg so we both looking at each other like what we gonna do right yeah. <laughs> like and even like one episode that stood out to me without giving too much away was kind of like the way the city's restructuring and mm. we're losing we're losing recipes. We're losing Literally. a lot of things, places Fast. we can go where we feel safe. We can have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I love how that was depicted in that episode. Cause I feel super strongly about this. Like, I don't think, I think Toronto has become white clubs, condos, and dispensaries. Yeah. That, that is, is it. Damn. Like literally all. And That's the thing way. is like, I was out with my friend like this weekend. She's like, yo, she's like, do you know, all we do is go out to dinner. Like That's there's nowhere do. for us to actually go. Dance. Like I remember when I used dance. to shake my ass, right? Like a thotterati. Have you ever like been thotterati? But I wasn't even in a yacht. I was at home knock home nightclub on Richmond. Yo, have you, have you gone down there lately? Like yo, to the I club have. district. The club district is not a club Which district. Club it's gone. 
it's all it is is fair. restaurants. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Just just put a mere short rib in my fucking body. Like <laughs> right. this is crazy. Lamb chops every day. Not, not every day. Not every day. <laughs> not every day. Oh my god, that's crazy. I mean, I'm at. I was at a particular restaurant eating some short rib tacos. And I was like, Yo, these kids never live, bro. I was in the club. I was at yeah. Mason. I was here. Standing I was on, there. On, Government on, uh, benches and shit. Benches mm. stand, standing on pe- oh, the people's couches, booths. The couches. Standing in people's booths. Yeah. I had no business. Government in there. up top <laughs> in the hip hop room. Listen. That was- <laughs> Sky bar, wet bar, somebody's bar, <laughs> somebody's lounge. Hey. It's just, it was, it's weird. And like, I'm like, there's nowhere for like me to genuinely go. Cause we're like, yo, like it's Friday night. There's nowhere for us to just go and Listen. just hear good music, pop a bottle. Yep. It's shake crazy. Some ass, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Like other than like when specific DJs just, I know are or like, specific or, promoters are throwing yeah, exactly. a party. I don't even know. There's nothing. Like I remember... Like, especially during Caravan Weekend, you'd be going to, like, four or five parties yeah. in one in night. One day. Mm-hmm. Trying to, like, figure it out. You're like, yeah. okay, day fed. Yeah. Okay, this other yeah. day fed. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. nighttime. What what party are we What's going to? What's the move to? now? Yeah, yeah I, the, it, Toronto used to be so lit. I used to see pregnant girls in the club. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Stop it right now. Or women but, who just gave birth. They're supposed to be maybe two days ago, and now they're yeah. in the club. Like, hey, is your placenta out? And, and, you know, them times, them times, I used <laughs> to sorry, think sorry, sorry, sorry. the placenta is, is there just, you know, giving a little stuff. Key in there too, you know. <laughs> I'm so. I will upset. never see heaven. Oh my I god! I need to stop. Um, god, I'm sorry. Yeah, and like <laughs> it, it's hard. And like, say the re- the cost is going up, the rent mm-hmm. is going up. Like, how are you going to be in the club trying to have a good time when you're thinking about your rent? That too. Yeah. Yo, people used to be blowing their rent money, but they're just like, I'm gonna figure out a way to get it back. No, now it's, it's not even worth it. Yeah, money. Like, because like, yeah. respectfully, like I used to live on my own and pay rent, and I moved back home and bought a car because it's more cost efficient. Yeah. I can live with my mom. Like I don't have that relationship where it's like you can't live at home. Like I don't mind living at home. Like it's great for me. But even I, we like I recently booked like a what's it called, like a like a spur of the moment vacation, and even like the person I'm going with is like, yo, like just so you know, like rent's due on the first so you know let's make sure we get a little and i'm like damn i'm like just to get to the th- like we're talking about vacation you thinking about rent's due on the first like that's fucked it's terrible it's terrible it's fucked it's terrible <laughs> like you're literally just like fuck i got responsibilities yeah it's like oh and then like even sometimes you'd be like oh fuck i didn't pay that phone bill fuck i didn't pay that internet bill <laughs> yep yep yeah like shit you're just like how long could i make this like stretch and that's what i'm saying they start calling figures. me that low six figures is not. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm, the thing is, there's not a lot of people even making low six figures. There's exa- a lot of people making like we're all thousandaires, bro. Forty, fifty, <laughs> no, that ass. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. like just entering the like auto pay stage of my life finally. So like, good for you for getting it. That's what yeah. I'm most people don't make. Mm. I'm still not there yet. I'm hallelujah. Too, I'm too stressed. Mm. Yeah, I think I have auto pay on almost most of my like my cars auto pay. My OSAP is auto pay. I'm not there yet. Oh, we don't do that. Well, now I don't. I don't. I'm at zero. So well, not I don't want to. I don't want to say payments. what I really want to say about OSAP. So I'm just gonna shut up. Why? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. If you, that's all I'm saying. I thought so. The okay. entire thing. Thank you for the insight. You can bleep that, but <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. You. I don't. This is coming from the vets. Please bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a. Right. We're on a. We're on a national show. <laughs> we cannot have these type of problems, bro. They can come yeah. find me, dog. It's oh, gone. Yo, you've been ducking. But what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is that now they're on a national show, and I don't want them getting no ideas about how much they think we get. I don't want no like, problems. They're like, she got it. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I do, but not for you. Exactly. <laughs> not for that. I'm not into sharing because it's truly not caring. I think 
respectfully, I think if you graduated university, you shouldn't have to pay it back. Honestly, I it was. I think if I did my four years mm-hmm. and I because it was out a bid with and that was hard, okay, that was struggling. And enough. I came out with my degree. You should wipe that shit. I lo- I took the money that you loaned me and I did something with it. The mental you fortitude, the mental the mental fortitude of post secondary is not a joke. It's not. Yeah. I like it's it's really not. especially it's not for the U of T. Like U of T was hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I we can know. Only imagine. <laughs> Everybody's heard about U of T. Yeah, so it's like I feel like I did, like the fact that I even came. Shout out to the U of T. Dropout rate of U of T. Like when I used mm-hmm. to do like classes, like political science one hundred and one in Convocation Hall, you'd start with like two thousand kids, and they'd probably be like five hundred left. And they'd always yeah. have the like the curve where it's it would just dwindle. Like, you would just see like less, and by like semester two, less, less, less people. By Q two, like it would just die down. And that's what until something- you're all sitting in the lower bowl. It went from like the yep, entire yep, yep, hall yep. yeah, to I've everybody in the lower that. bowl. But it's like, I feel like they never, ever talk about that at universities. It's just yeah. like, yo, like, granted, like, yeah, you are the university that everybody's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. we're the top of top, top university. But it's yeah. like, yo, there's people actually dropping out. Like, mm-hmm. what is the or, issue here going yeah. on that people feel the need that you'll go from, like, a 2,000 people lecture where there's, like, next to, like, 150 people. Yeah. And by the, the time we get the third semester, what's the solution mm-hmm. at this point? Like, people, we're not living in a time where, okay, you can just concentrate on your studies. People have to, like, go bartend. People have to yeah. go work another mm-hmm. job to pay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not cheap. And, like, honestly, granted, we have it better than the U.S. because the, their student loans are nuts. First of all, they're, nuts, the pay for anything. tuition, nuts. Like, granted, we're subsidized, but even still to, like, hear kids, like, even when, um, Kathleen Wynn left and to hear ki- like over here because you know I'm nosy to over here <laughs> to over here kids on the TTC saying like I can't go back to school because I can't afford it like when obviously when we had our liberal government mm-hmm. your parents are making under 40 racks so it's just like okay I can go to school free right and it's just like you know you'll have our our <laughs> our government be like we need more police because there's so much crime but it's like also like are you doing anything to like figure out like mm-hmm. the gap between education poverty mm-hmm. like are you figuring that out no but you're saying it's, this is a public health situation but you guys are like criminals it's like what the hell is wrong with this place yeah you've been given reports you've been told what you need to do and even still and like granted like even with next stop because i'm gonna bring it back to next stop <laughs> even with Bre- even with next stop being like a comedic series it does touch on this shit it's yeah. just like yo like mm. yeah like if mans have to bust a scam to get it to, to get where it needs to get done like then it is what it is like mm-hmm. i can't get mad at people getting it how they live like mm. fuck nobody's giving you no choices so yeah. yeah what are you supposed to do very true it's weird i don't want nobody coming for me saying that i am supporting scamming what i'm saying <laughs> is i can't judge yeah Period. I support scamming. It depends on who, though. It's hard. Again, CJ, I'm telling you right now, we are on a national show, and I'm trying to help <laughs> you out. Stop. <laughs> this is not Clubhouse. You do not have to agree with federal crimes. <laughs> they can rewind and play. Once you say this, they'll rewind it to what she's saying. I'm going to need you to strike this from the record. <laughs> I know this is Relentless Diaries, but we need to... Stay we, on the cut. We don't need to be relentless about this. We need to, need so to be proactive. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, yeah, no, student loans is nuts. I think it needs, as I said, if you gra- at least if you graduated, it needs to be wiped. If I can I show you that. I graduated I, and I got job okay. using okay. the election. Do, do, do you know what the real thing that needs to happen? Right. Everybody that hacks into celebrity Twitters to go say, ooh, I suck dick. 
I really need y'all to hack into the system hack and clear all our deaths. All- Why are you hacking there to say foolishness on Twitter? I don't care. <laughs> I can tell that it's hacked. Can you please go and do something? <laughs> can you wipe my student loans? Wipe so the debts. Yeah. Wipe it. But you're here talking about, oh, yes, I have to j- jiggle my balls. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Go hack the system, clear all our debt, and let us all start at green and zero. Yo, I can't remember what country it was. Maybe it was Argentina, but someone literally broke into like yeah. the Hall of Records or whatever at like the wherever they keep all the student loan stuff oh and burnt God. the building down. So now there's because there's physically no records of the debt anymore. Everyone is just just doesn't have student loans. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying that somebody should do this, but I'm saying if you want to be a true patriot, <laughs> I think patriot. there's I think there's things that you need Both to words. think about. That's what I'm saying about equity. Yeah. You're on the something here. Equity, mm-hmm. inclusion. Don't burn it down. I, I feel like water damage is just as good. Water damage is just as good because, you know, it still does the same thing without necessarily fucking up a whole building. Yeah. So I'm saying, I think we have to think about, think about things like equity because this is how you have an equal playing ground for people to start. Yeah. So if we just, you know, a little, little tinker, tinker here and there, like, you mm-hmm. know, it can that, help our society. That we're is always, activism. We're, that yeah, is true activism. activism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's, we will, like, listen, I'm not going to say what I'm going to do. I'm just saying that we need to think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm on a nationally, I'm on a national show and I'm not trying to be. Um, a national show to promote your show. I'm on a national show to promote my show. That's also national. <laughs> a lot of national. A lot of nationalities and things. You know what I'm saying? A lot of visibility. A lot. A lot of visibility. And I really need y'all to understand. I am not <laughs> supporting anything. I'm just saying, let's think about some mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Equity. Mm-hmm. Equity. I agree. Equity. CBC Sun Check already. It's too late. It's oh too my late. God! <laughs> it's too late. We're here to see. Say. I'm here because I really need to know whether this third season is happening. So I'm trying to right. say. I think it should. And if there's casting, I would like to be involved. Okay, I it's mean, on the record. I will just be like Jabari. I mean, it has been said. At this point, I have no responsibility after that. I'm just coming to work. That's it. She said it. <laughs> Zoe said it. Please have her audition. Mm-hmm. Don't freeze. What do you mean? Oh, like my... Um, right, we if they say they need somebody from Brampton, don't I got to raise my hand. Yep. Raise your hand. Because you know what? Closed mouths don't get... Fed. There you go. Amen. And that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> now you can hit it. Why do you... Why do you... <laughs> You got mad last episode because there's too many gunshots. You don't want to be violent. You know what? It's the most violent episode we've had it's so violent far. Violent Honestly, been, should, I really we, feel like you should be. You should have been at the gunshots when I was going in. Just <laughs> hey, Yo. drop drop one of Clue, Clue's bombs. All right, I've always wanted to do that. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, I've lost the wheel like eight times during this episode. Wheel it. We've been swerving this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, wheel that. But this is genuine though. My face hurts from laughing. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never laughed this much on an episode before. <laughs> you know, it's been it. a, it's been a while, right? I know, right? Uh, you guys are reliving it. So long. Oh gosh. Every time I caught him here, I'm like, I'm not trying to intentionally be funny. I know you have questions, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Too many opportunities. Yeah, no, I'm excited for everyone to see this. I think it's going to be great, and it's on CBC Gem. Is it CBC Gem only online? Yes, it's a streaming it. service, okay. and like that's where they kind of put like all their um, 
all like more of like the different stories, different narratives, right. like web series and stuff like that. Because I kind of look at it like a testing ground almost. Okay. Just because like you know how prude this this place is, mm-hmm. not just Toronto but like Canada as a whole. And I think that I think even though like we've had so much like black TV shows and in so many years it's just like i really sometimes feel like they're actually scared especially in this place to like put black people on television mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know if they're gonna just they think we're gonna just nigger up the place but i oh i don't know <laughs> like i but i assure you like even if we do what does it even matter yeah. like you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> like what does it <laughs> Uh, okay, niggas gon' nig, niggas gon' have education, niggas gon' niggas gon' cook, niggas gon' clean, niggas gon' have relationship, niggas gon' have babies, niggas just gon' nigga it up, oh niggas God. gon' have lives, niggas die every day, B, you're tough, come on, we do the same thing everybody else does, this is how we black, and we got recipes, there's a lot of things happening, and a lot of seasoning, <laughs> drop one of clues bombs, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is hysterical. How did we get to that? I need to understand how we got to that. Because I just hate when people act like black people are this like weird like yeah. creature. We're yeah. not. Like we feel like things. Normal. We bleed blood. We yeah. like mm-hmm. people die. People have babies. Like we go through life just like anybody else. So I just don't understand what the fear is of having somebody tell real authentic stories about being black in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like granted, yes. Do you not want to shed light on the fact that racism is a thing that exists, that there's racial inequalities? Sorry, buddy. It's not my fault that you guys have designed this place like this. Drop one of Clues Bombs, okay? Hold on. I got it. <laughs> He's looking at you like, drop it now. Drop it now. Oh, my gosh. I'm on point, you know. It's called time. You're <laughs> shit. Vanessa's on fire tonight. Vanessa's on fire tonight. But nah, it's 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 Monday. It's Monday, you know. <laughs> Spent a whole day reporting. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> but you know, like I I think that's just what it is for me. I'm just like it. Even like sometimes when people are like, "Oh, this groundbreaking show," and I have to be like, "Well, what exactly yeah. is groundbreaking exactly. about it? What is groundbreaking? What, what do you is, mean by that? What do you, what do you mean, mean by, by that? that? Because just, we're not." I'm like, bro, this is, I'm like, this type of shit can be applied anywhere. It's just that the slang is going to be different everywhere it goes. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what is, what in the subject matter is groundbreaking here? Like, let's really talk about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's groundbreaking because it's like, oh my God, like we have a bunch of like black people in this universe where it's just black people. Right. But it's like, you guys have all these TV shows where it's just white White people people and it's supposed to be seen as normal right right so what like what here is groundbreaking is it groundbreaking on the aspect of it being associated with something like cbc or cbc gem or is it groundbreaking because of the content because if i look at the content for what it is it's just everyday everyday life exactly Mm -hmm. so i'm just like what's groundbreaking here things wouldn't have to be groundbreaking if people just allowed people to just do what they want to do and tell stories the way they want to tell stories. And that's the problem here for me. Like sometimes when I hear like, Oh, this is groundbreaking. I'm like, really? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But people think it's a compliment, right? Like you're breaking ground. This is like the new. And and it's like, well, why? I didn't, I wasn't like, I, I wasn't even prepared to kick down no doors. You get what I'm saying? When we did that first season, I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know. We're working on some type of project. It's just me and the homies are like, okay, we didn't expect 
all this to come from it. And it's like, granted, we understand the responsibility of being able to represent the city and also knowing that if we can get it right, that means that other people can also do other shit. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Next Stop Series is not the only story to be told. Like, there's literally shows on YouTube where it's about hood shit, yeah. there's strippers, yeah. there's yeah. dope boys, and that shit, the acting is absolutely... But the story is so good that you're tuned in. You know what I mean? Like, the right. acting is not and the you just greatest. Think if they had a CD it's just, shit. It's just like, if they had the money, if they had the budget, then it would be able yeah. for them to, like, really, like, get in the nitty gritty. Because, like, mm-hmm. granted, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, first season, you should have seen me fucking up my lines all through that whole thing. Right, Thank right. God for, for editing magic. Mm-hmm. But it's like, could you imagine if these shows that are on youtube that like honestly like they're dealing with the nitty-gritty the underbelly of toronto got mm-hmm. some funding mm-hmm. like this should be out the park you know because right. we all watch power power book like this is the shit that i'm just like yo if we gave some of this money this could be some super like ill shit right but you know if we can get it right that means that like somebody else will be able to do it but like this whole idea of having to break down doors in 2021 is friggin' exhausting. Do you think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that black mm-hmm. creatives lack is that the funding or the access to the budget? Yeah, because a lot of times mm-hmm. there's no education. And if there's no education and right. you're learning as you go, you're going to make a lot of mistakes that some people will be like, well, why didn't you do this? And it's like, well, duh, motherfucker, I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also feel like we blame ourselves too, you know? A lot. There's a lot of, oh, try, you don't support this, you know? And like, you know, a big... Bone yeah. of contention for us, Exactly, right? and it's just like, you know, like, we'll blame ourselves. We'll be like, oh, we're not getting the support that we need. And it's just like, well, if people don't know what this show is about and we're not also doing our part as well, how is anybody supposed to know? Right. But also at the same time, it's just like we have to also look past, like, okay, maybe the acting is not the greatest right now. But it's like if it's giving giving you something or you're feeling something, there should be a reason for you to support. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's so many stories to be told in Toronto, just being black and being in the city from so many different sectors that it's actually a shame that, like, there's not enough people really, like, especially people that have the resources and have the money saying, like, you know what, let's actually take a deeper look as to what we can do. Mm-hmm. Because it's weird. You will cast the, you will, you like as a broadcaster, you'll cross the show from the States here in Canada, but you never thought to say to yourself, that's a black show. And you never thought to say to yourself, Hey, like, why don't we work on our own content here? Mm-hmm. What? I want us to have a third season. So I'm going to shut up. <laughs> nah, big broadcasters and stuff be firing their Canadian on air talent and stuff like that. Oh, like all the time. Just, mm-hmm. Well, remember that time when Flo 95 had to do yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the breakfast club. Yeah. Fired. All uh, everyone was talent. like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I appreciate sure they reversed it right now. Yeah. Blake and Peter Cash are back. Yes. In the morning. That was they tried, terrible. They took the morning show on flow mm-hmm. with like Charlemagne and whoever, and then pushed Blake and Peter down to like the afternoon evening. And it was so weird. Can't fit in there. <laughs> it's, okay. it's not gonna work. There. I thought it was going to, but it's, okay. it's fine. Um, yeah. I, we probably should have put that in there from time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should put the candid dry in there. But yes, please go on. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I like a big drop. just beer noise. Like <laughs> you, that's how yeah. Galcast was. Big facts. Yeah. yeah, and I was always chewing in the friggin' mic. Terrible times. <laughs> nom nom nom. Oh, child. Yeah. She hated me. Oh my god. <laughs> but shut up. Yeah, I think that... You answered a question, like, my last question, honestly, because I feel like, uh, I think it was episode four of season one, Pool? Yeah. Uh, it was where, 
it's kind of that, you know, that Toronto back and forth that everyone mm -hmm. has. Oh, we don't support each other. And it's like, I, I think the nuance to that conversation is what you guys just outlined. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Pool, what a good time. I was sweating. That was, that was it was episodes. hot as shit in that car. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say Jabari and Tashaun has, and Phil have put us through a lot. <laughs> like beer the first episode ever. Oh my God. Uh, sorry, Tashaun. I love you to death, but I have to tell this story. We were shooting the first episode. That would have been beef. beef. Yeah. And it was so cold that day. I was, I thought I was going to die. I'm not even exaggerating. Mm. And it was time for lunch. And we were shooting right by Broadview Station. And Tashaun's like, oh, I'm going to go get McDonald's. I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, take, the, take an Uber. He's like, no, 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 just walk. It is the dead of winter. You're going to walk with hot food down to where we're shooting. <laughs> right. Bro, by the time he got to us, I've, the fries were so cold. The oh, Big Mac cold was fries. so cold. Oh, no. I just, I didn't know if I wanted to kill him or kill myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, Tashaun, no. And, you know, looking at it now, we went from having to walk from McDonald's to get some food and arguing about beef patties to actually having a craft table. Oh and you know what? God. Blessings. Yeah. Well, they, Blessings. Had the, they had the fire snacks, too. Are you dumb? When I see Bad. the croissants, okay, okay. Like, okay. I'm going to say one thing, and I want this for every, I want every production company to realize this. Stop having goldfish crackers at craft tables. It does not help. All it does is dehydrate everybody. Cotton mouth. Cotton mouth. Mm -hmm. Stop it. We have got to stop the goldfish supremacy. Leave it. Don't buy it. We've moved on. We've moved on. I am not three years old anymore. The cheese is stale. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop it. I'm, and I'm not, because you guys do a great job with all the snacks, but I don't understand why goldfish just be popping up everywhere. Yeah. Let that one there go. Please. Well, how was it, like, collaborating? Purple Dorito bags. Please. <laughs> Purple. What is it, bowl barbecue? I don't know. Bowl I think so, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Sweet chili heat, heat yeah. is the black one. Yeah. Cool Ranch yeah. is the blue, blue. one. Yeah. And then you have the extra cheesy one, the zesty, was it the zesty That's one? Orange. That's orange. orange. The yeah. And then the and regular. regular. Yes. Um, that is really ridiculous that we know that. Yeah, that was bad. Wow. You guys eat the Lay's wavy chips? Those yeah. are great. I do. I, I like they're them good. with the ruffles. Yeah, they're you like know? really like a good crunch. They're on sale. <laughs> they're on sale more often than the other ones. They know? really are. Man's um, trying to save. <laughs> and then you have Miss Vicky's. That's the top tier chips of chips. I love Miss Vicky's. Okay, so the dill That's one. That's an art, art, artisanal chip. Artisanal chip. chip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the dill, the dill one, is, is it smoked dill or, or spicy dill or something, something like, like that? that? Absolutely amazing. Then you have the sea salt and vinegar. Yeah. I put jalapeno before that. The jalapeno? The jalapeno. <laughs> Bro, even the original. Wow. Taste. Beautiful <laughs> taste. <laughs> <laughs> it is very tasty. Oh, my God. Uh, but how was it collaborating during COVID? Like, bringing season two to life. Oh, fam. While yeah. COVID was happening. And it was like scary. Trying to have those meetings. It was scary. Yeah. It was very scary at certain yeah. points. Like, because you got to understand, we're in a pandemic. We don't know where this is going. Yeah. At this point, we don't really have a vaccine just yet. Or like, we're well, on the were brink. We're on the brink of having yeah, a vaccine. Yeah, at that time, yeah. Right. And, and it's like, okay, like, I don't know if I want to take this vaccine because I don't know if I'm going to grow an arm in my forehead, but like, you know, yeah. you don't take your chances. Stop it. Don't be that anti-vaxxer doctor said. Oh, bro, I have my vaccine, show. so I don't give a damn. Yeah. But that's where I was at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also at the same time, I was like, well, if I grow an arm in my forehead, it's fine. Like, right. I get to go on vacation. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. I just gotta give it an extra shirt. You I know get what I to mean? eat inside in the winter, starting <laughs> September twenty second. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like it was scary, bro. Like having to take these PCR tests, the whole thing, jabbing oh, up, jabbing wow. up your nose, like yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. Was that, like, every time that, like, touches your brain, yeah. and you're like, oh you're like God. this, and you're just like. You have yeah. to get used to it. You never no, get used no. to it. Your sinuses, uh, but never. I won't lie, yo. Your sinuses are like really. I won't lie. Like the one PCR test I did, I had to do it myself. Like they made me do it myself. Really? Yeah, it was a drive-through test, and I thought I was ready. I was prepared. Like, okay, I'm about to go through hell. And he was like, "Nope." He's like, "Just take this Q-tip, break the end off." He's like, "Stick it up in your nose until you cry." No. Yeah, he just stick it in your nose. He's like, and just twirl it for 15 seconds. Bro, I'll make, that, I'll make, I'll make myself cry. But to me, it wasn't that bad. Like I was just like, okay. Also, you still have to put it far. Well, I don't know. I don't know how far it went. Did you even do it right? Well, I mean, my test was negative. It doesn't matter. Did you do it right? I'm I not, think so. Okay, I hope so. I mean, like he, he watched me do it, and I was, it was in my nose for 50 seconds each nostril, and I was like twisting oh it, and it was God. it was up there. And the thing is, like he's like just put it up your nose until you start your eyes start to water, and I was like, okay, it's no. I, like the thing is like it got to a point where I couldn't I couldn't go any further. I'm like this must be the end. Like there's no this way because I'm going to vomit. Yeah. Because no, I've I've people have done it to me in my face all the time. Is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't like this. Yeah, it feels like violation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the 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 antigen test, the one you need to go to the states, that yeah. one is just like he just like swabbed like my nose ring. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you are you going anywhere? But yeah, the the what's it called the PCR? PCR? Like you're like right in here, right in here. Damn. Like you're right in here, and I'm like, yeah. And like but I like took it out, and it was like bare snot. I was like, oh god, sir. <laughs> I was like, sir, I'm, I have allergies, and my nose is running. <laughs> <laughs> probably just like whoa that's a lot yeah <laughs> but no but like no like the, it was it was it gets scary because it's so many people you don't yeah, really know yeah. you don't really know everybody that's on right. set so it's just like i don't know what yeah. type of life you're living outside of this yeah but like for the most part like we just kind of had to deal with everything and just kind of like take precautions where we could and just making sure that we were like taking care of ourselves making sure we're sanitized but like i won't hold you like i don't ever want to shoot that thick in a pandemic like that ever again yeah. like it, it was a lot and on it was top a of big that obstacle and on yeah. top of that it takes away from the fact that we're not able to like practice with each other and like get the chemistry mm-hmm. and make it make sense because a lot of the chemistry had to be built out when we were shooting mm-hmm. so it's like you know you're trying to figure it out and it's like you know like is it going to be awkward you know like can you work with this person like is it going to make sense like is it going to translate on screen and a lot of it we had to like figure it out on screen and i think like granted, it ended up working anyways. You can't job, tell. You really wild. can't tell. But like, I think that if we were given the opportunity, like, I feel like it really would have been like through the roof. So you never had rehearsals? No, that is. Crazy. I had one. Re- I had one rehearsal. And we had a and we had a COVID scare, and it was like oh shit. shit. But like, I think that um, what's it called? We just had to figure it out, and that did that just proves to the fact that like. Even though there was a lot of first timers, there's like a level of professionalism 100%. there, and yeah. that everybody was really down for this cause, really like connected with the script, and that's what kind of helped in the end. So, right. I'm very proud of everyone. Mm. No, that's really good because yeah, that definitely doesn't tra- the fact that there was no really like official rehearsals that doesn't translate in this season at all. I love. So that. I think you guys did a really good job on like finding that chemistry like right when you needed to in the moment you know shout out to the writers shout out to the casting mm-hmm. directors 100%. You know? and even like the styling like the hair and makeup i was texting shans like bitch i thought it was great too. whoever did your makeup and your hair for this episode like yeah ronell did a great job i mean i mean i have to i have to do my own hair but like shout out to my cousin for making all my wigs that was that was lit because sometimes but like a lot of like i would say like cameramen or like photographers they don't really know how to shoot black people like sometimes mm-hmm. like yo like 
Like Tyler Perry can go to hell. We already oh know how I feel God. about him. Oh, I love but, them cornrows and Shamar Moore. <laughs> like sometimes the wigs and the styling, just like the makeup, I'm just like, this is terrible. But like yeah. I think this show, like you guys did a really great job yeah. on like the, the wigs are good, the, the makeup like, is good, like, everyone looks good. Like mm-hmm. even that, but also like a lot of people also know how to do their own makeup. Cause there was right. a certain points where we there would be we'd have to kind of do their our own makeup, but like also Renelle was super great with like saying, like, this is what we're going for. Mm-hmm. Right. This is what I'm gonna need you to do. Just at least have your base together so I can come in and just kind of zhuzh it up. Right. Which I mean, it really helped in the end because like Renelle's the only makeup artist and like can you imagine having to do like 50, 11 people's faces? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. lot. So yeah. it's just like, we, I think we all pulled together our part and like shout out to YouTube for always teaching the gal them what they need to learn. Yeah. yeah. And also shout out to the men just only needing concealer. So <laughs> it worked out. Shout out yeah, to men not out. having hyperpigmentation. I think it's absolutely unfair, but that is facts. That right. is another conversation for another day. Yeah. But yeah, like I think having like a great makeup artist that actually understands the vision because Renelle has actually been a part, Renelle, aka Rosthetics, you already know. Um, she's been a part of the team since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. So she went from doing makeup in the back of somebody's car to like having like, you know, having her own situation set wow. up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we've kind of like come a long way. Like it was our first season was really hard, but because there was so much love around it and trying to like help out our friends and do this really cool thing. And all of us were broke jobless, you know, we had time on our hands. Right. Yeah. So like now there's like budgets, like it's a new, um, it's a new, like new levels, new devils. Right. Right. So exactly. I think that's what was really dope about it. So yeah. Yeah. So what is like to kind of like wrap everything up? If you could have like one, like crazy dream goal to come from next stop series, like what would it be? honestly like anything like think big what do you think honestly i would love to win an emmy just so i can just so i can honestly have the most ridiculous toronto speech i knew it like this i think about this all the time i would would love to come on stage and just come like very like you know um come in with like an with an accent that doesn't belong anywhere but right. belongs somewhere yeah. where it's just like oh you know i'm i'm just so excited to to have won the supporting actress uh, and then break character and be like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and just like just literally lose my mind tell them not to play the music like it's just i mean don't play i don't know what i'm ever gonna do this again are you crazy and just literally go into full blown Toronto mode. Be like, uh uh-uh, uh, shout out to the mandem. Are you crazy? What? Like, Cats just behind you, though. Like, throwing, throwing it up right behind me. Like, yup. And then after, you know, after I do that, realizing, oh my God, my mom is going to be so mad. Right. <laughs> Telling people, you can't cry out to me. Are you crazy? You weren't down. Oh, Wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> no, I'm manifesting like, that for you. Inshallah. Chris, up. You want to know yep. why? Because <laughs> Toronto, yep. Toronto never begs. I'd be like, and I just want y'all to know. Never beg, bro. That's uh, that's the that's fucking motto. Yeah, the city. Like you know what I mean. I would love to have a moment like that with the cast and just be like, yeah, like you've won best television series, and we're just like, oh, like Shit's Creek. (laughs) That shit's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because first of all, Toronto would be like, oh, Toronto. I would just want Toronto Twitter with the timeline. Yeah, yeah. We'll go insane. I'd literally listen. Me and my me and my ball gown trying to act really copacetic, only to act a goddamn fool on stage. <laughs> Can't wait to tell somebody. Don't play that music, bro. Nobody's trying to hear that. Yeah. 
Yo, play that smiley, bro. Are you crazy? Not <laughs> smiley. Literally not smiley. Jesus Christ. Just have a moan on the track. Are you crazy? Is that your goal the same? Sajay, what would be your goal? For, I mean, like, awards would be cool, but I think I kind of want like me and like the rest of the team to just like grow and like network and like for the right people to see it and be like, mm-hmm. yo, like, you know, enable us to like work on more things. You know what I mean? Like, so I what she wants is the middle point. I'm here for the end goal of getting an award so I can scream. Right. I'm trying to move to LA. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Like I need Prentice Penny to see it and be like, you guys are great. Yeah, I'm going to hire yeah. you to do this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I want it. I want, I want the right people to see it and for, you know what I mean? And us to stumble into more opportunities off the yeah. back of this. And right? ultimately throw the hardest um, award show after party. And I see that happening for yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be sick. And I'm a very honest person. Some shit, I'm like, bro, this was... If this was asked, I'd be like, yo, I don't know how we're going to do this because I didn't like it. But I genuinely like... <laughs> but I'm, honestly, I'm honest like that, though. Like, I but laughed no, out loud. No, would have been like, oh, we're not doing the pot. I'm yeah, like, honestly, like, most of the keys, I, I really wish that you... If, if if you thought it was shit, I would honestly be like, you should still have us on the pad because I would love to have that conversation because <laughs> yeah. we're just sicko. So, like... <laughs> Something no, wrong with us. But I thought, like I watched it and I was like, okay, like this is good. Like this is good. Okay, this is good. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Did you, have, like, did you have a favorite episode? I had two favorite episodes. Oh, let's me too. I let's hear. Without giving too much. You know away. what? You can always bleep it. Okay, yeah. So my first, my favorite episode was the Tinder one. I love because it. I so think that's the one I, wrote. I think okay, it was amazing. So and good. The, like Shan's like. She I text so I'm like, bitch, I'm like, it. this is so you. Good. Yeah, like, she like, killed it. You embodied this, and like it just it gave me like. I don't know why it gave me like Black Mirror vibes. I don't know why, but it gave me like mm. Black Mirror, yes. like insecure. It had it like, like a weird like, sci-fi, like yeah, situation. like which which was no one that like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It was very like scientific. I'm like, Ooh, I loved it. Yeah. I like it. Yes, and that one and were my yeah. two favorites. Yeah. Really good. I loved. Um, and I think the acting was really good. Yeah. I loved. You know what's so crazy? I'm like so because I'm so hard on myself. Like I can't even sit here and say that I like the episodes that I was in. I love, but I like the last one. I like, I like the last you know, one too. You know, a lot. I'm not. You know, it's like I'm just like I can't. Like I, I see myself. No, I see so myself bad. acting. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> like cringe, cringe, cringe. <laughs> but, but no, I really loved like um, episode five. What was it called again? Was that bright? Was that bright us? No, no, no. That was episode before BFT. It was before BFT. It's the one with the LGBTQ. Oh, um, oh yes. Oh, what was that one called? I can't remember what it's oh, called. Oh, what is yes. it called? I can't, I can't remember. Either. But Tashawn wrote that one. But is hilarious. My hands down face. That is my favorite one. It is so funny. I'm like, yo, this guy's really trying to... Yo, bro. That, <laughs> that, that one. <laughs> I want to speak on this too, just because... Jabari is a sick man. He's a, yo, bro, what killed me... <laughs> Yo, when we when we come off of this, we'll t- we'll talk some shit about because, bro, I've never laughed so hard in my life when I watched that episode. Dry sick, something's wrong with him. I just know bear mans like that who would try it. You know, like what they yeah, get into yeah, in that right, episode. Right, right. And y'all have someone who like starred in that episode that I follow on Twitter and has a crazy Twitter personality. So yeah. to see him like acting it was was really cool. Shout out I to enjoyed. Peel Region. Yeah. Yeah. Also shout know? out to Scarborough because them two together like that was actually on screen magic. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. They, so it's like they've been known each other for a long they, time. They, they like, like season actors. Like yeah, that's, that's why it I really was enjoyed it. so funny. Like yeah. all I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is one thing. Just Big Sean. <laughs> no, literally Big Sean. 
That shit Wait. had me dead. I, I was, was screaming. And I really said to myself, I'm like, it, but it doesn't stray too far from the fact that man's back in the day used to go get that buffalo plates. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I knew man's like this. That's why it was like, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's good to know things haven't changed. Right. And honestly, what I've also really loved about it is the music supervision. Like, being mm-hmm. able to hear, like, like you know, Skyfall and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it called? Lisa. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of hearing our own folks and mm-hmm. being like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. we, cause when you think about it, it's like, we're thinking about just the acting aspect, but from a music supervision standpoint, we've kind of also acted as a platform to like sync our, our people. And that's something that a lot of people don't always think about because no. it's just like, yo, a lot of people get a lot of shit done through syncing. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to kind of be in this position where we're able to do that for our for our community. I think that's also dope too. Yeah. So. Yeah. What I think this show did too, and I want us to do more of like in, in, in future seasons is like every other city in like, if you watch a movie about New York, the city itself is almost like its own character. Yeah. Yes. And I think in next stop, like we treat Toronto as its own character. Mm-hmm. It's not just the setting. It's not just where we are. So I hope that there's more, not just our show, that I hope there's more, more, more black yeah. creators. Like laying that like, groundwork yeah, for future like, shows. And like, you know I want I mean? a power like, version of yeah. what's going on in Toronto. I would, <laughs> yeah. love, I would love a TV show about like the Coke era of when the weekend Or like a Top up. Boy. That would be right. so dope. Like Top Boy. Apartment but, yeah. That'll be apartment. the name of the show. Exactly. <laughs> no, like there's so, you know what I mean? There's so many cities that already have this like, you feel like you know it even though you've never been there because exactly. you've seen so much, yeah. you know, content about it and so many things that you, you know what I mean? Like, You've never, I've never been to Baltimore, but like, I'm not, yeah. pl- 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 I'm but the wire, I know did, the wire but was like, yeah, there's just so much Baltimore context. On. Exactly. Did you hear, um, the Baltimore Ravens had a game yeah. and they played yeah, Omar's whistle. whistle. Yeah. Oh. That was so While beautiful. like they're like, while the cheerleaders were like coming out, they played Omar's whistle. And I'm like, yeah. that is, that that's, hurts. that's how much culture yeah, though, the hurts. wire had in yeah. Baltimore. So yeah. we need something like that. Like I, I agree. Like Honestly, that would be crazy. That, that death was a lot. I was it was. Saying, hurt. It was yeah. That one was a, that one was a really sad one. To be honest with you, there was a lot of sad ones. These la- this last year. This la- we lost change. a lot of black Kings like, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today we even lost, um, the actor from Friday. Yeah. Anderson. Yeah. No, Anthony, Anthony, I can't um, remember what the last Anthony name is. Anderson? Not, not, not Anthony Anderson. Not Anthony I, this guy was about to have a heart attack. I, know, I don't want to find this out. It was, uh, I forgot his name, but he was the actor in Friday, and he was in a lot of other things, um, but he did pass away. And like I said, we lost a lot of black kings this year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been difficult. Yes, we did. But it but was yeah. honestly, I think, in that, it's just kind of like you get to see, like, what we've been able to do like right. through sometimes through things like this, you realize like what legacy really means. Right. Mm-hmm. And Mike, Michael K. Williams will always have like a very like robust legacy. Like granted mm-hmm. the wire was like where everybody knows him, but he's done so much stuff. Yeah. Like even, mm-hmm. even the fact that he did the DMX tribute and everybody yeah. was like, Oh man, this guy has to like do the, do the biopic. Bio yeah. Only not to live to do the biopic, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> It's shit like that where I'm just like, right. damn, so, so much, yeah. so young, you know? Yeah, exactly. My parents are older than him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely, I feel like Toronto definitely needs that that TV show that, like, puts Toronto on the sense where it's like, you know, like, it's it's stapled. Like I said, The Wire is stapled to Baltimore. Like, Insecure is stapled to LA. Like, I think Next Stop mm-hmm. would be, like, staple to Toronto. Like, you try to bring it up to, with I, yeah. I hope to God. Like, I, I hope to. I really do. Like, I think, like, Sick. It would be so cool. Where he's like, "Oh, I know that show is about Toronto. Does Toronto act like this?" Yeah, we should actually definitely have a, an episode called "Rest in Road Flows." 
Oh, that we should. <laughs> Yo, when that song came out, like the amount of Americans like, I want to go to West. Virginia. And I'm like, oh, you don't? Oh, God. Yeah, 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 do sound like it was Young do Street. Really? Yeah, come, come. Literally, do you really? Yeah, I'm like, come. do you really? I'm yeah. like, I used to live at West and Lawrence at that time. Like, yeah, just come, come to the Halal Popeyes. Yeah. Come. That's No, but yeah, like I, I hope, I hope. Yeah. Honestly, even for me, I hope that I get to do like music supervision for next stop. Like, yeah, yeah. Because like you know, you don't have to fight. I know, but I want to. You know what the thing is though? <laughs> I don't. I, I just want to shadow and have an understanding of it because I'm That's not right. gonna come in there like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I don't, yeah, I'm right, not right. A, I have not a clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to come in there, figure that stuff out. Like beyond being like an actress, like. I want to be able to kind of see what the back and a muggle. Like. She yeah, be mo- she be modeling yeah. on the low. Do I? She be modeling on the low. <laughs> the way she she the she's so <laughs> She be modeling on the low. Do I? Steady, <laughs> steady muggle. That's what we call her. Steady Honestly, muggle. Honestly, it's steady mobbing. Don't you ever forget? Steady the name. muggle. Okay. <laughs> The fact that you guys have found many different ways to like <laughs> literally butcher my name in different ways and give it different variations it is, what it is. is crazy. It is yeah. what it is. Steady Mobbin. What a terrible, terrible name. It's when a good was, name. That was when I was out here acting a damn fool. I like so. it. It's a good name. Keep it. But you know, that's why it's always funny when people call me Vanessa. I'm just like, who's that? I know. I've been calling you Vanessa. You've been like, yeah. who? I'm like, who? <laughs> I'm like, people call me Mobbin. I'm like, yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And it's always funny when people meet me for the first time that like someone will be like, Mobbin, Mobbin, Mobbin. And then after they're like, who is that? Then you see me. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> they're like this small one. I'm just like, you don't know. Not one. Guan. Yeah. But nonetheless, I want to thank you both for coming. Yeah. This I'm super amazing. excited to air this episode because I think it's going to be great. And we're going to have. Oh, my God. Everybody's going to think we're crazy. Yeah. But that gives people more incentive to tune in to what you guys created. Because yeah. great things come from crazy minds. You're right. Name I mean, genius, it so. ain't crazy. Yeah. Exactly. So. No, Got to drop one of Clues Bombs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, everyone thank you for listening make sure you follow it's next stop series on twitter right follow tune in the premiere is september 24th on cbc gem Mm -hmm. which is the online streaming service yeah and um shout out to everyone who was involved who didn't make it on the show um i wish you guys the best and we'll, we'll have you back because it's only up from here after the acceptance speech, we'll have after the acceptance yeah, exactly. You, yeah. you know what? You know what? Hold me to that. Okay. Once that acceptance speech comes, you will do my exclusive. And be like, and so you can be like, how did you feel when you were on that stage going crazy, shouting out the block? And be like, yo, dog, I had to do it for a man, damn. I'm but anyways, drop your well. You've been dropping your app this entire time. You can drop your app for anyone. I, I didn't it. drop my app. I was just saying that's not what they call me. That's in your app. Is your app not steady bobbing? That here's the thing. But my app is spelled differently from how it sounds okay, because so somebody called me. What was it? Steady Mountain. Steady Mountain. Oh jeez. I do Stubby Mountain. Stubby. Oh, I've been called Stubby, stubby mountain. mountain. I'm like, where is the stubby? <laughs> there is no stubby because there's no beat. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Oh man. You can call me Mobbin for short. Yeah. <laughs> Steady mobbing, no vowels. No vowels, bare consonants. Okay, that's, that's good. So people know how to do that. Hopefully people know how to do that, Lord. I don't think people know what vowels <laughs> or consonants are. If you do, that's great. And your at uh, is J Fiasco. Yeah, J-A-E. At, at J-E Fiasco, follow your owner. This is I when am, she was a Lupe Fiasco a super fan. Yeah. I today. Oh but yeah, I, I'm bo- I will not be held responsible for anything that you are offended by. I, uh, it's your problem. She doesn't actually care if you're offended. I don't. So exactly. you just, you just, <laughs> if you follow and you get, you get hemmed up, that's your business. She does not care. If you're offended, that's your business again. Sounds like a personal problem. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I'm not defending her. I'm just saying this is what you're, this is what you're gonna get. 
But yeah, so, do you have any last words? You no, nah, like, you good? yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like your head's been it. spinning this whole episode. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what the fuck to say. So <laughs> lost the pod. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. We've never had an episode like this. Zoe was getting asked good. questions. She was like, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> and like the prep leading up to it too, it was like, all right, I've never, we have no idea. Like, but I literally, you know? I asked all my questions though, so that's perfect. Me Everything too. That I have. There you go. You yeah. answered questions I didn't even have to ask. So like, yeah, yeah. there we go. Thank that works. You. Perfect. It's called verbal diarrhea. <laughs> you know, when you get on a tangent and you're just like, oh fuck, I'm already here. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's too late. Stop. Right? Oh, yeah. Thank you for having us, though. It's been a while since we've been on a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time coming. I'm so proud of all. I'm so proud of all you guys that are doing podcasts. To be honest, like, so glad that you guys have some sort of professionalism. Because when we were doing it, golly gee, (laughs) we're just raw dogging that bitch. Okay, it was a hot mess. Hot mess. Eating chips in the mic. No. Sharing microphones, she was a mess. It's yeah. been a journey for us too. Yeah, it has. It has. I mean, there's only two of y'all. We have 511 of us. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, look I at the growth. Imagine. I love this. Like, I know a studio with a screen set. We yeah, like look at that. Like, <laughs> I love hi, it. mom. Oh, <laughs> she's never gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to me. Wait, hold on, hold on. My sister's on Twitter. Yo, shout out to my sister Hillary. Hillary, no banks. You already know what time it is. Gang, gang, that's gang, so gang. <laughs> Hillary, if you're watching this, you better be fucking paying attention in school. Ooh. I know you are. You were you're never like you were never like me. I was useless. You're the good one. Tell her to take the chicken out of the freezer. You know she's the one to take the chicken out of the freezer and go yell at my older brother about not taking oh, out the chicken oh, out of the freezer. God. She's a Capricorn, so she's she's very much we have to do things a certain way. Like yeah, it. shout out to Hillary. She's also my sister actually is at <laughs> an extra on one of the episodes. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to, I have to rewatch now. But you, all you see is the back of her head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Hillary. Shout out to Deja, her friend that was also an extra on the episode. Okay. Love yeah, it. so providing opportunities because we call that nepotism. There we go. Mm-hmm. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for having us. Of course. You better drop one of cool bombs. Are you crazy? <laughs> you shit me? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.